What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lid Party Podcast. I'm Lincoln Corkins, joined by now. It's WrestleMania week, people. We so we got we got to feel that WrestleMania energy. So, presenting the Lid Party Podcast for Boss Rush Entertainment. Introducing first from Owasso, Oklahoma. He's too legit to quit. Nick Legit. Hey. From Skyatook, Oklahoma, Austin Campbell. Me. From Owasso, Oklahoma, she's everybody's favorite. Lexa. Mo. And special guest, Kale. Hello. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I think Lexa could appreciate that you said she's from Owasso rather than where she actually Yeah, shut the fuck don't even tell you. <laughs> she told me to say Owasso, okay? I asked for cities. Oh, I know she did. I'm just saying there there's a reason why she said Owasso. <laughs> Lexa, where are you None of my none what of my is... mail comes here, but I'm from here. <laughs> you need where were you born, okay? This is we're gonna turn this whole thing into a bridge. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. Hey, we do know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Lay Party Podcast. Each and every week we gather around and we talk about whatever the heck we want to because that's what this show is. A little bit of a different show, though, for you today. We're going to tell you about that here in a second. But first, let's get to some housekeeping. Uh, so there's this little thing coming up this weekend called WrestleMania. Nick, myself, and special guest Thomas Cordray, we have a brand new episode of Rope Talk. It is going over nights one and two of WrestleMania. And don't forget to turn into our Twitch page on, um, I believe it's going to be, we're going to do Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash party on BRG. I'm going to be live hanging out with the chat. We're going to do live reactions to WrestleMania. That's the big night. That's where we got Roman Reigns up against Daniel Bryan and the rated R superstar Edge. Going to be a lot of fun breaking that down. Also, uh, if you missed Monday's episode of Q-List, Godzilla kicked off. Nick and I broke down Godzilla. Next week, we've got uh, Kong Skull Island. Then we'll talk about Godzilla King of Monsters. And finally, we'll wrap it up with the blockbuster punch-for-punch punch matchup of Kong versus Godzilla. It's a whole lot of fun. You're not going to want to miss it. Now, today's episode is going to be different because April is our birthday month. And to celebrate, we thought we'd At this time, back- it actually is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta kill momentum. It's true, it's true, Having a great intro, having a great show, man. And it, you know, just got so it's our birthday month. We thought about bringing back two of the OGs. This week, we're going to turn this sh- episode, uh, we're going to turn this episode into the and official it's top 10 of control. Fucking hate you, Nick. Uh, we're going to turn this episode into the official top 10 official podcast. Next week, we're bringing back the Bracketeers, and we're going to have some special guests hanging out, playing with us as we give you the best rock bands of all time. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then, two weeks from now, you get a very special episode of Land Party Podcast, because if you don't watch it on Saturday, also, is that the day we're hanging out, or is that, are we doing it Friday? Uh. Sure, both. Why not? Friday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, why not? One of those days. We're going to get together. We're going to do a live episode of Land Party Podcast on our Twitch channel. 
but then it's going to be recorded and you're going to be able to catch it um, that following Wednesday, uh, wherever you get your podcast. So we're going to do a live episode. We're going to talk about some announcements. We have two new people joining the party. We're going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to announce when Trash Talk is coming back. We might have another co-host for that now, too. That might be part of the announcements. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, this summer, we don't have a ton of special stuff planned, but we do have some cool stuff. We're also going to announce um, at that live stream our charity for May. So if you haven't gone to bonfire.com slash store slash land party, do it. Check out our April exclusive. It's the hope it will always be our anthem t-shirt. It's a collaboration that we're doing with the organization called Two Right Love in Our Arms, which is a suicide awareness and mental health awareness organization that's just doing amazing, amazing things for this world. Um, all of the profit that we get, like I said, we're not taking a penny from our store. Every single penny of that goes to to I Love It Our Arms for the month of April. And then we've got an awesome charity lined up for May, and we can't wait to tell you about that. So all that and more is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it over to your host of the official Top 10 official podcast. He is the rabbi, Austin Campbell. All right. Welcome to the, uh, the Top 10 official, Top 10 lists of officials, Top 10s. Podcast top ten lists officially. Uh, officially, <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> is that, I, no, uh, I need to know. Does that have a trademark at the end of it? Because I have to cut that out every time I write it. It is uh, the TF. It'd be well, for that. But it gains okay. an official every time, so we have to keep resubmitting yeah. the team the trademark. Okay. It's, well, once it goes through, let me know, and I'm just gonna put it in a, a document so I don't have to have that TM at the end of it every time. Our lawyer hates Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Deion Sanders. You know, he never wears the same suit once. You know, he's got so many ties. Okay, wait a jackets. minute. That that doesn't that no, that's not that he he only wears it once. He only wears it once. Yeah, you said he only he doesn't wear the same suit once. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's I there. do know what you mean, but that, it's not the saying. But the, all you're saying is that what you just meant is that he doesn't wear it at all. He just and, wears the tie. No, he 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 gets it. Deion Sanders knows what I mean. He knows uh, what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I'm sure Deion Sanders, number one Lamparty podcast fan, Deion Sanders, is gonna he's gonna write in and be like, "Yeah, no, I got you." Listen, Deion Sandcastle told me that he listens, so I I, I listen. I, I, I listen to the fans, man. They give me feedback all the time. Uh, some of it I listen to. Some of it I can't listen to because, you know, we can't get rid of Logan uh, as much. As wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. The what'd fans. What would you have when you come to that dab? Carnation instant bitch? Look, hey, uh, Logan, Logan, don't worry. Most of the people that complain about you type it out and Austin can't read. <laughs> Kale, I love you. Um, today we're doing top ten superheroes, which is very vague. Uh, Logan, do you? <laughs> is it Marvel and DC only? Is that it's, what we're doing? It's whatever you want. I mean, like, I just said superhero. I mean, I don't care. <sighs> you you know who you're messing with, right? <laughs> no. I know that's why I'm exactly doing what that's why I worded it the way I did. 
Now, in his defense, he said he only had two anti-heroes on his list. Right. No, I had two uh, ones that weren't Marvel uh, or DC. Uh, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Now, most of these are anti-heroes. There's probably, uh, yeah, two actual heroes. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that you're probably going to get like the Quickster, or uh, Magnacoa, <laughs> Magna, Magna Man. All right, you're gonna get some weird names. Captain Magma, Captain Magma, <laughs> you're gonna get some weird names if you're not very specific. But anyway, we're gonna do uh, top ten superheroes. The way this game works is uh, we're all gonna do our top ten list. We'll start. Uh, we'll go around the room doing our number ten, then our number nine, then our number eight. If someone mentions one that's already on someone else's list, then we'll talk about it then so we're not uh, treading over, uh, you know, the same topics over and over again. And then uh, well, at the end, uh, I I do some math, which is pretty much just voodoo that I just put together. And uh, based on whatever I like best, if you ask Logan, and uh, we, we come up with an official top ten list. Um, now I have a question. Yeah, redoing power ups. Um, that's up to you guys. I'd say no. Okay. Whatever the list is, whatever the list is. Okay. I let Nick make all my decisions for me, so we'll go with that. That seems like a pretty sound decision right now. <laughs> yeah. It's probably best I don't make any decisions right now. It's. I'm under the influence and not the kind that you would like to be. Um, you probably should have thought about that before you had kids. Well, you know, sometimes you don't get a choice. Like in my <laughs> case. Yep. You get well, me okay. who makes Austin choices for him. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was really happy about that. Yeah, I was just the sperm factory in our relationship. And now I am... I don't even know what I am anymore to you. I'm going to start putting your name in my phone as Sperm Factory. Sperm <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Random hey. topic, though. Hey, Logan, Random... I think we got a new t-shirt. <laughs> What's the... What is this oh, going to... Sperm Donor Awareness Month? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we need a Mental I... Health Awareness Month shirt. <laughs> I listened to... Uh... This is totally random, and we'll get into it, I promise. But Anthony Jeselnik and Greg Rosenthal, they do a podcast together. And they have a girl on there, Erica Tamposi, and she's a lesbian. And they had uh, people wrote in and told her, hey, have the guys, like, if you needed a sperm donor, have the guys argue their case for which one should be the sperm donor. And so I was, I was like, man, we should do that once. Just like everyone fight for Le and Lexa has to pick one sperm donor and everyone has to make their case. It would be funny. Yeah, I, would be funny. We, we, we could do that at the live episode. We, we, we could do that at the live episode. <laughs> I know, but if you had to pick Lexa, if you had <laughs> if I, I would cut my uterus out <laughs> and give it to somebody else. They can have it. <laughs> she's gonna she's she's gonna turn down all the sperm donations and become a uter a uterus donor. 
<laughs> Here, take my uterus instead. I'll be a celibate, thank you. <laughs> you want my fallopian tube? And I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, That's you don't actually sure, you don't you don't have to have sex with the person if there's a sperm donor. You know that, right? You know they have technology that goes around that, right? Yeah, call it a turkey baster, and you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then they I love that so, I go to Adobe Creative Cloud to type in the word sperm in the icon thing so I can get a graphic made. And they're like, why? Just why? <laughs> why are we doing this? No, you just need a shirt with my face on it. You the know, best and like a little tiny thing that, that looks like a sperm, like my face is the sperm. Like and I get a tail. I'm coming for you. I I I think what their idea was at the end was great. Is where we all just put our sperm in a cup and mix it up no, and why? see who, who wins, who fights out. We'll put all the swimmers in there and see who wins. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> I like that idea. I believe. I think the the strongest survive, man. The strongest survive. Anyway. Uh, we're going to start uh, with Nick, um, because I said so. Uh, Nick, we're, get the we're cup start... ready. <laughs> yeah, sorry, get the... That's not hold enough on. of a reason. There, there, there is a double meeting to the t-shirt design. I just put in the group chat. <laughs> if you catch it, you get an extra bonus point. Kale, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed it right away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I love our channel. I love our channel so much. (laughs) Somehow we get listens, and to this day, I don't know how we do. Yeah, I mean, this is this is. Have we not offended all of you? (laughs) I feel like we've offended every single person in the world, including ourselves. No, what if I did? What if I did a reverse of this T-shirt, where like I say instead of sperm donor, donor, I say baby killer. And the hat, the um, tagline I, I, I would not. You would. I, I, yeah, I, I vote against I, it entirely. Far, I was okay, highly... we found the line. Okay, hold on. It's, it's okay, good to know we found said, the line. Uh, opposite of sperm donor, I thought you were just going to say sperm receiver. And I was like, that's really rough. <laughs> that's not <laughs> a good thing to say either. <laughs> sperm we, collector. We found the line. We found the line. <laughs> I don't think there is a line here. So instead, now, again, all you can think about is Ted 2, where they get covered in cum, and okay, he goes, what the heck okay, No, there, there, there's one, there's a thing I need to say here first. I didn't know there was a Ted 2. Oh, wow. I've never even seen the first Ted. Wow. Second off, ouch. I don't need to hear anymore about someone being covered in cum. He, he just he takes his cell phone out. He goes, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Gar, my days." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna move on from the uh, the cum bucket. <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Um, we're gonna start with Nick and your number ten superhero. Well, this is, um, after all the jokes we made, this has something to do with semen, but my oh number boy. 10 is Aquaman. <laughs> 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 
you know what's funny is Aquaman is actually my number ten, so that works. <laughs> okay, but which 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 version of Aquaman would you both pick? Because Aquaman is also on my list. Oh. oh, here's here's a good question though. Are we separating the types? I mean, no. I would just I'm just curious. I would okay, still put okay. it underneath, but for me, honestly, it was just because um, as a kid, I grew up reading the comic books that a bunch of my friends had. So I always thought he was cool in the comic books just because, I mean, guy that can talk to the sea creatures, all that stuff. I love the movie Aquaman, but for me, it's the comic book Aquaman. Hmm. I, I'm, I would go uh, Batman Brave and the Bold Aquaman. Ooh. I would like to hear uh, the, uh, the rousing song of heroism every time I go to sleep. Where where do you have Aquaman on your list, Kale? I literally, literally I don't have I don't have a numbered list except for the number one, just because I <laughs> I was like I told Nick and tough. Logan this when we were sitting here I was like I'm winging it I have an idea of where everybody would be. That sounds like uh, me normally. Yeah. yeah. Well, Logan, <laughs> Logan, you did not explain to Kale how this works. No, no, no. I understand how a top ten. Oh, okay. Was. Okay. So we say that's your number ten right well, now. We're gonna we're gonna slot it in right at number ten, and then when we get to number nine, it's gonna be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> to me, it also. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> I so I'm gonna be honest with you. I. I'm not the biggest superhero person. I'm very basic knowledge of superheroes. Um, but I always thought Aquaman was cool because he's literally like, he's kind of like Superman as far as like strength and stuff, but he well, can I mean, talk he's, to fish. He's the only so, guy that can go toe to toe with Superman without holding back, without Superman yeah. holding back. So I, I, I like, I like staring at Jason Momoa. That is now. I will say, I wish Aquaman looked like Jason Momoa all the time, but I don't necessarily like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. If that makes sense, like I wish he looked like him, but that's it. (laughs) The reason I didn't like him in the movie, well, the reason I didn't like the movies was because of that stupid phaser effect that they put on anybody talking underwater. Justice League Snyder cut fixed that, and I was like, you know what? I can live with this. Like Aquaman's a legitimately fun character. My my thing was it felt like they were going through when they made the Aquaman movie. Like I liked it, but it was kind of like Thor, the first Thor movie to me, where I was like, hmm, this has potential, but like they need to just skip this and go ahead and get to Aquaman Ragnarok or whatever that <laughs> whatever the equal is of that. I this, you know let's yeah. let's go ahead and get aquaman some uh character here let's let's not build this thing up so what they did that i think was bad was they rushed the first aquaman movie where that movie could have been a two-parter and still been very entertaining have the first one be up until you know he finds out where his mother is and then literally the one after that is him trying to get the trident while the armies are battling each other so you can show more of that and stuff like that, but instead they're like, "You're scared, yes, you're ready." What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, 
I I I like Aquaman. I think he's cool. He gets a lot of crap. And I can. I never understood the criticism of like, oh, he just talks to fish. Yeah, like, I get the fun meme, but like, I would like to talk to fish. Yeah, yeah. I could talk to the sea creatures. Hell yeah. Well, it's like not even if it was like actual communication. Like he ba- mm-hmm. he not only like talks to them, he also like he can we can communicate with them, but he also can control them. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's super dope. I don't understand how that's a downside. They just make the joke because I, I think I think it's because they're like, man, if he's out of water, because they think that's his only ability when they don't know, like, he does have the strength of Superman. He has other abilities, too, but they think of it as like, oh, no, if he's out of the water, he's screwed. It's like, no, well, not it's really. Because it's really not explained. Yeah, I mean, unless you read the comics, hardcore, it's really not yeah, explained. Unless you read the comics or they, like, kind of explain it, because in some exactly. instances, like, the comics don't like they don't explain it as like oh yeah all Atlanteans have powers it's like oh well he's a half breed so he has the powers which doesn't make a lot of sense or in some cases it's all Atlanteans because they gained the the strength because they live under the sea and they're like bone density or whatever has to deal with the pressure and all that stuff so some of it has like even as long as they give it some form of like background it makes sense but they sometimes they don't and they just they're just like Oh no! It's an he's an Atlantean, so it makes sense. Mm. So, so Aquaman number ten on uh, Nick, mine, and Kale's. Yeah. Lexa Logan was he on your list? He was not on mine. No, he was not on mine. All right. Well, we clearly have uh, water people, water haters. That's just not cool. How can you hate cool. the the life blood of all everything? Do you see You're drinking the wrong liquid there. You need H2O. You see water in my liking? I'm not I'm not good in water. I can't even swim in D and D. She can't. <laughs> it's I really okay. can't. I can't I... swim in real life or in D and D. We know that Lexa Although Logan like loves hate the water and wish that all the turtles would get like McDonald's straws. Whatever. I cut all of the plastic out of my soda can. (laughs) (laughs) I may not like being and I lived by the water and it was dirty. (laughs) I think I'm just tired of it. I don't know how someone could just live in that water forever. (laughs) Yeah, but you lived in Texas water. (laughs) Freaking Aquaman just gets a fucking pop can plastic in his neck and he's like I can't get it out I would, I would like, like an Aquaman where he lives in the lake wait 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 okay he's, hold not, up. he's not in the did ocean Lexa just, like, did, did Lexa just say that Aquaman needs or like so, like the choking on plastic thing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they, they did that in the Teen Titans uh, in the Teen Titans Go movie oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 So, it's uh, really good in the Teen Titans Go movie, which is fantastic, there there's a moment where they're like, "Yo, we just need to go back and like make like to make sure that these heroes like aren't born, so we can get Robin a hero movie." And so they go back in time on like tricycles, and they they like they save Batman's parents, so Batman doesn't become Batman. Uh, I don't remember who else they like. They do some other things to other heroes, but they dr- instead of like. Oh yeah, just don't let Aquaman like discover his heritage or whatever. They just they just have like baby Aquaman swimming in the ocean and they drop like some plastic and he chokes to death. 
Oh my wow. god. <laughs> Dark. And then they, they go back and it's 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 supposed to be like, oh, we're saving all the heroes and stuff. And they so they save baby Aquaman by like cutting him free or whatever and whatever. And then they just go and shove Batman's parents in the alley and they get shot. Jesus. <laughs> I I laughed so hard. Wow. I didn't expect that I, from Teen Titans Go. The the Teen yeah. Titans Go movie goes gets pretty dark. I clearly I I watched Teen Titans Go the show and I'm like, man, this really sucks. But just the trailer of the movie, I'm like, man, this movie looks so much better than the actual it, yes. show. Like so you it's really hit or miss with the with the show. Uh, cause I personally like the show, but it really depends on like who the writers are every episode, like what the concept is and stuff, because it is like a dumb kid show, but there are mm. a lot of episodes that are super well-written. The jokes are awesome. Like there's mu- music numbers that are really fun and the movie's just like the best of all of it. So I, I saw like theaters, I think. I feel like it might be like gumball. Cause I've seen gumball episodes where I'm like, Oh, this, yeah, this it, is it, terrible. And then there's some where I'm like, <laughs> where it's like, it's, it's so funny. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not in all the way, then it's going to be very hit or miss. But when it hits, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that was Aquaman. Lexa, what is your number 10? My number 10. It was so hard. I was going to, I was going to do like Spider-Man, but the Tobey Maguire version. Cause he's not like, He's just so funny. But then I was like, you know what? I think Ghost Rider needs to be a part of this. Mm. He's an anti-hero. A lot of my mm. lists are anti-heroes because Same I here. just really like them a lot better. But Ghost Rider in the cage. <laughs> the Nicholas Cage <laughs> Ghost Rider. That was so weird. <laughs> Man. I, I've heard that the Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield is really cool, and just the fact he that he's really, in it really makes good. me want to watch it just for that. I've I heard have, he was a beast. <clears throat> I've heard that like the the way they play him in is really cool, but I just have no desire to sit through all of Agents of Shield for that because I know yeah, that yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, you 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 will like Agents of Shield. Like the first season's a little slow, but like does you the second season they set up Winter Soldier and it's really good. Hmm. I've thought about it, but that first season of Agents of Shield, I was like, "This is the most boring show." Like, who? who yeah, cares? there are two ways to get me not to watch a show: you don't hook me, or you do what the Flash did, and you hook me, and then you say the words "Flashpoint" in the last episode, and I bail immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you mean everything I just watched doesn't matter anymore? Great. Yeah. All right, I'm out. Plot, plot device: the comic book. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> That deserves a you go to hell. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> die, bitch. <laughs> uh Ghost Rider is really cool. He's not yeah. on my list, but I I always appreciate I think I think I Ghost Rider needs He's a number uh, eleven for Justin. me. He was so to close to being in the top ten. And I mean, as much shit as people give it, I love the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. The first one I really loved. The second one had its dumb moments. But I think we can all agree when he was in the uh, big construction site and turning everything into fire, <laughs> that was freaking cool. When I was little, I just thought it was cool that his head turned on fire. I was like, ooh. <laughs> as, long as, as long I as it's not drive. Ghost Rider from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up? Because I love that game because it's super fun. But, uh, and boy, when you're... 
your when your finishing move is that bad and lags the game. Uh, <laughs> let's just uh, not include him next time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna put him in every game. <laughs> we're gonna put him in everyone. Out of all the characters that they decided to keep in infinite they decide to keep ghost rider and not even optimize them what a, <laughs> what a call can handle the ghost rider lag so nobody then <laughs> so no one had no one else had ghost rider on their list i did not now he was number 11 for me he was so close to the list no he, yeah. he just missed my list that absolutely exists <laughs> <laughs> that is real I promise. Yeah, absolutely real and written down and not just a figment of my <laughs> imagination. Right when we did the right 100 video games, I really, as we were doing the 100 <laughs> video games, I was numbering them off and I barely got them all done by the time we started. Funny thing is she's <laughs> not like... lying. She, we were at, when we both worked at Target, she was like, I'm not ready for tonight. And I'm like, what do you mean? I have all the games. I just don't have them numbered. <laughs> I was just all right. So for the millionth time, I'm sorry that we did it. And, you know, <laughs> hey, I made it worth it at the end. It was worth it. I got my payback. You fucking dick. You got to give us our childhood back to think about all the games we used to play. That's mm-hmm. true. We learned a lot. We learned a lot that this that month. <laughs> yeah. Learn why we don't do games content anymore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're all game. When out. that new Life is Strange is coming out, we're going to be talking about it. hundred percent. Lex, I'm, I'm going to book you on uh, on the Boss Rush podcast for that one. Come hang Not out with us. <clears throat> um, yeah, Ghost. I I am actually getting into comics a little bit. I've I've never read a lot. I've only read like two or three different heroes and not even a whole lot of each one of them. But, um, and I'll get to those later, but Ghost Rider is one of the ones where I want to pick up a series and just read. Like, that's one that I have interest in <clears throat> quite a bit. Um, so maybe one day, maybe one day, I'll, uh, I'll pick up a series and read Ghost Rider. Maybe I'll like it. But the movies, uh, the movies I do like, but just not enough to get me top ten. I think you'll like the comic books. I love the Ghost Rider comic books. I like. I just like the way he looks. I mm-hmm. would. I would get a tattoo of him. But I but have. That's all, you, that's all you need to like actually get into something. Like if you like the, it it's it's a double edged sword because if you don't like the looks of something, then you're less likely to get into it. Even if you mm-hmm. like the source material, and it's the exact opposite where if, if something looks cool, you're gonna mm-hmm. be more likely to get into it. Even if you know that the source material isn't something you'll inherently like. Can't tell you how many times I've done that. Well, and that, uh, like, I'm I'm reading Watchmen, the graphic novel, for the first time. I've never read it, and that's really what I decided based on because I always thought it looked cool. Like, I just like the idea of just like some not flashy superheroes, and you know, where they're they're really got a lot of issues. And that that's always intrigued me. So I Ghostwriter's another one of those that just intrigues me um, for those reasons. But anyway, uh, Kale, your number 10 is Aquaman. So now we're going to go to Logan for his number 10. To ever be worthy. If, or to Africa. Whoever holds his hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Thor. So what, uh, Captain America? Dickwad. <laughs> 
Spider-Man. Uh, no, the, 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 the God of Thunder. The God of Thunder is my number 10. I, I actually don't mind Thor 1 and 2, the Dark World and all that good stuff. I, like I, I love his movies. I love, I love the comic. And he has become my favorite to play with in uh, Marvel's The Avengers that Square Enix made. I mean, he's such a fun character to play as. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I legitimately love his storyline. Um, and especially Ragnarok was such a redeeming movie for him. Um, Chris Hemsworth will always be Thor to me. Like, nobody can... Like, Marvel did such a great job in the MCU of... Hey, we're gonna we're gonna cast these really freaking well to where if we ever try to recreate it, it won't work. And I think they nailed it with Thor. They nailed it to the extent that it hurts everything else. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's another like it's another double edged sword. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's fantastic and everything, but like now there's like the huge subsect of the fan base that's like, well, why couldn't Robert Downey Jr. just come and do the video game? And it's like. It's true. <laughs> Which, uh, to be fair, is also a, a knock that people frequently have against, uh, like, just comic books in general, where it's like, why is it, when whenever anything is different, people complain. They're like, mm. why isn't it this, why isn't he the exact same as the previous iteration? And it's like, because it's a comic book, people have to change at some point. Mm-hmm. Or it's just going to be, or like, why wouldn't we just continue that run even when the story's over? Like, it, I, and people complain about it with, uh, um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man all the time. They don't like the the version of Spider-Man that's being portrayed in the movies, but it's like, at least it's different. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I give them credit for that because they could have just done Spider-Man, but again. So, but that that's neither here or there. Thor was also on my uh, totally real list. Nice. So, where, where would you put Thor on your totally I would, real list? But, I mean, number nine. Obviously, oh. next one up. <laughs> I see but, how this list is going. <laughs> no, you, you think that, but you don't. But uh, I, like, I, I like I like Chris Hemsworth's portrayal of Thor. I really I like Thor one a lot, just because I think that the the concept of the movie and the writing is really tight. Um, I don't. I mean, Thor: The Dark World is just not uh like it's not a bad movie. It's just like a messy movie, and it's really slow. Um, yeah. and there are like elements that didn't that bog it down a lot but it's like it's not bad and then ragnarok's great and uh love and thunder looks like it's gonna be a really fun time with like different storylines and stuff i mean uh there's just so many cool thor stories like in the comics when he comes to earth and he loses his powers and he loses his identity and doesn't even know that he's thor or and and then you transition from that to like all the different people who can hold the hammer you get the beta ray bill storyline you get uh jane becoming thor and only and being like completely cured of her uh her i i believe it's just like i believe it's late stage cancer in the in the late comics where it's like she when she is when she becomes thor she is completely cured but she when she goes back to being jane not only does she still have her like sickness but it's also worse because it that cleanses all the medicine out of her system uh, and all of that, and then you also get Throg, which is uh, fantastic. Like, I big fan of uh, Thor Throg. Have you ever seen how Jack Natalie Portman's gotten for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder? I have not, but uh, I am going to look up a picture right now. She looks absolutely jacked. Um, I like I I just go back and forth. Like, there's so many ways to use him. You look at like Ragnarok, like how he how he really did well with Doctor Strange. 
I mean, that was such a cool storyline, and it kind of worked really well. You've seen him do what he could do with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's that's really cool too. But then when you need him to be an absolute badass, like nobody delivers a better line than Chris Hemsworth, like when he runs into Wakanda and he goes, "Give me Thanos." I mean, like you just you felt that, like that was so cool. And then no, I don't think anybody does comedy the way the the way that Thor does. Uh, yeah, I I would agree. I do I do think Thor's like comedy is different than like um say like Iron Man's comedy, right? Uh, by like quite a big margin because I think Iron Man's comedy works with anybody. I think Thor has to have the right people to bounce off of. Um, because you have to. It doesn't have to be a group, but it has to be like like the best scenes Thor is in is typically when there's another actor that can like or, or another character. That can go back and forth with them, uh, as evidenced by like why everybody loves uh, all of the scenes with him and uh, Tom Hiddleston together, uh, just because like the back and forth with those two, or or with uh, Natalie Portman or Cat uh, Dennings or any of like the the characters that actually have names uh, in, the, in the from the Thor movies, like back and forth with all of them is like really solid. Um, and so uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, not necessarily like. That wouldn't necessarily be the Thor I go with, but I do love Chris Hemsworth's portrayal. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I like Thor in the movies. I actually do like Thor: The Dark World. I actually like it more than the first one, and yeah, same, that's man. uh But um, yeah, I just I think now, of course, now with uh with Infinity War Endgame where he's like kind of connected with the guardians now. Like he, I think he even shines even more. Like he just fits in that group weirdly enough. And like, if you would have told me Thor, like when guardians of the galaxy first came out and you'd be like, Oh yeah, Thor's going to roll with them. Eventually it's going to be like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. But then Thor Ragnarok, it, it's like, okay, I guess the, the humor fits there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I've never had any interest in Thor as far as like comics go, except for um, when they had uh, I don't I don't remember if it was what it was called, but it was basically Lady Thor or um, yeah. I don't know I don't I forget what they they named her or what they named that comic line, but that was like that was the first time I ever was like oh I might actually read a, a Thor comic book, but but I I used to work with someone who like has every Thor comic imaginable. And like he has them, he has pictures of them on his phone, and he would show me all of them almost every day for work. And like, I'm like, yep, those are the same ones you showed me yesterday. You know? He goes, but no, 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 no. Look at how he's holding his hammer in this picture versus holding yeah. his hammer in this one, and then in this one, it's slightly at an angle. Yeah, like basically, oh. that was basically it. I was like, yep, that's I know that's exactly the, ones. the type of person you're talking about. <laughs> the- the other thing I would say, though, too, is in the comic book specifically, I loved when Civil War was actually between Thor and Iron Man. And that story was just riveting. Um, Nick, Lexa, did you have Thor on yours? Negative. I did not. Okay. So it's got points from Logan and... Uh, kale uh and then my number 10 was aquaman so nick you're number nine my number nine is probably the one that i saw the first marvel movie of 
And that was Blade. Ooh, that's a good one. I have that one on my list. Neither did I. This is the first one I don't have on my list, other than uh, Ocean Rider, I guess. This is a character, it was the first Marvel movie I ever watched. Um, and I mean, I loved Wesley Snipes even when I was a kid watching his movies. I always thought he was so entertaining. And then seeing him in this and how he portrayed Blade, and it made me actually, this was the first time that I was like, man. I want to go read the comic books about this just to see what else they have in there because they can't show all of the stuff in the movies. And so Blade was the first one that I actually went bought myself the comic books of just to read them. To this day, I'm not disappointed. I've loved this character. thought he was a big badass from the beginning. I uh, I actually have a confession where I've never watched any of the Blade movies. Well, we were going to fix that, Austin. <laughs> I've uh, those. I mean, I like I said, superheroes is, is like a weak point for me. But Blade in particular, like I was just like, man, that that was cool. Maybe I'll get to it one day. And then I always see like, every time I see a picture of Blade, it's always with Ryan Reynolds from the third one, which I guess everyone hates. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, there's a there's a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I I think Blade's cool. I like Wesley Snipes and a lot of other movies, but I've just never seen Blade, not once. So um, how many Blades? Blade... There's what two or three? Three. Three. Right? three. Yeah. There was three, and then they did like one other one. It was, I can't remember if it was a movie or like a small TV series, but it wasn't with Wesley Snipes. It was its own thing, but it it, it was terrible. It was just awful. I think I remember that because wasn't it Sci-Fi Channel? Didn't like th- the Sci-Fi Channel do it? I think so. Yeah, I think it was like a really, really low budget the show yeah. that I remember. Low budget, low acting. It was just terrible. Uh, Alexa, was Blade on your list? No, I didn't find Blade on the list. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> she answered it correctly. No, it was not. <laughs> it wasn't on her shopping list. She doesn't want Wesley Snipes in her cart. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> It's the first time that's ever happened to me, like on accident. Uh, Alexa. I guess let's not try to say my name all the time. <laughs> okay, uh, mother of my children <laughs> that I don't look at. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is your number nine? <laughs> <laughs> no, my number nine is um, Catwoman. Just Halle Berry. That is a Catwoman actually was one of my favorite movies whenever I was little because I was like, oh my god, it could be me. <laughs> I could be that person. I could steal the things. <laughs> I could be Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's even better. <laughs> that was what I always wanted. I could be a cat Halle Berry. <laughs> She's probably the reason why I like cats so much and girls, but it's okay. That's kind of the funny thing about it is that, Lexa, I do see you acting like. If you were a comic book character, it would be Catwoman, and it would be just you like jumping off the top of fridges or something onto the table, scurrying around, and then running off. Well, it was hard because like it was Catwoman, and then there was Storm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really love Storm too. But I already mm-hmm. had too many X Men characters. But 
if I had to choose, it'd be both of the like Halle Berry. Just Halle Berry. Just Halle Berry. Just Halle Berry, man. Would you like to change your answer just to Halle Berry? Would you like to just change your answer to Halle Berry? Yeah, my number nine is Halle Berry. Anybody else have it? You know what? I'm actually. I'm ready to get down. I'm just writing Halle Berry down. I don't care. Look, yeah, I'll. I guess I I can do that too because I did have Storm on my list. Then boom, see Halle Berry. She's a winner. Yeah, Halle Berry's on. <laughs> Halle Berry is officially on the superhero list. She <laughs> is a superhero. Is she number your your she number is. eight. Do you Kale? see what she looks yeah, like yeah, now? How old my, she is? No, 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 no. She's my number seven. On, oh, okay. Oh, I, yeah. going up a notch. That's how much she, she, awesome she is. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I like Storm a lot. Storm oh, is, Storm was amazing. Storm is really yeah. great. X Men, like that, was probably one of my favorite quote-unquote superhero movies to watch growing up yeah, yeah. i found it more we're gonna get to some x-men like... I'm, I'm with you lexa yeah like the yeah. normal stuff i so i like the x-men stuff i only have one stuff. x-men character on mine i'm gonna guess I, I bet i could guess who it is most likely <laughs> depends depends mm. uh yeah x-men are is my was my favorite series growing up that was that was the that was the stuff all the movies i've got i read some of the comics but all of the um animated series both i've got all the 90s animated series and all of uh wolverine and the x-men on dvd yeah it's a that's a huge reason why i love the x-men animated series were beautiful i mean all the i mean out of the three because there was original the 90s one then there was evolutions and then there was uh, wolverine and the x-men and all three are really good uh, did I, they ever put the other ones on disney plus because i know the original series is on there yeah i don't, I don't know think the other so because i there. think i know fox owned all of them mm-hmm. i believe which means i i don't know because i mean the for uh the second for evolutions that aired on Box and then on like Disney's secondary network when it was still called like uh, JetX or whatever. Oh yeah. And then Wolverine and the X Men aired on Nickelodeon. Uh, if if That's... memory serves, Nick Nicktoons Network, I believe. Really? Yeah. Was it Nicktoons? I, I... I believe it was huh. Nicktoons in the later like stages of the show because it only got one season. Yeah. Or like one and a half. I don't remember it exactly, but it's it's not like uh-huh. a full like multi-season show but yeah no i mean all the x-men animated stuff is fantastic the movies uh i'm a little more mixed on the movies now uh because i've gone back yeah all recently god i am like i'm a i'm a sucker for like three of them out of like the what seven which isn't are you just counting the main line no i'm talking i'm talking because there's x-men x2 x3 uh wolverine uh origins wolverine uh the wolverine uh first class days of future past apocalypse uh logan and uh was dark, there dark phoenix yeah dark phoenix so there's what, eight or nine and i i'm a fan of at least four off the top of my head yeah i mean like, I, i'm a fan of maybe five or six though i i like i out, after my rewatch i still liked x2 i uh i really like um 
first class and days of future past and then Logan. Yeah. yeah. Those are the those are I, the that I can still say are fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. I I At, really like the Wolverine. I don't like Origins Wolverine. No, but the Wolverine I do like. Wolverine's fine. I, the, the the Wolverine and the original X-Men are both fine. They just don't have mm-hmm. anything that's like incredible when you go back and watch it now like at the time yeah. X, the original x-men was fantastic and it's still not bad same with the wolverine the wolverine i actually think is boring it's not bad or offensive or anything. yeah yeah i can understand that the other mm-hmm. the other movies on the other hand or uh origins wolverine is just bad uh Damn. apocalypse is bad pretty bad we don't talk about dark phoenix and we, i still refuse we don't to this day to watch it I haven't, I haven't watched, watched either. It. No, I haven't watched it either. So Dark Phoenix, we don't talk about, and then um, uh, the and the reason we don't talk about it is because if X three is a better interpretation of the Dark Phoenix than Dark Phoenix, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I enjoyed X three for I, what it was. I, oh, fun. I will fun say movie. I enjoy X three as well, and oh. it's because we got more of the lower class X Men, which mm-hmm. is like I love that we got to see more characters, but story wise. Not so much. Not mm-hmm. so much. No, no, no. It's a. It's. I think it's out of the original three. It is the one that I will. If it's like, if it was on TV, I would probably watch it just because it's. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's the most fun out of the three. Mm-hmm. You can tell they had so much fun recording it. So yeah, I think it's the most fun. It is not good, but it is fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we. I I love X Men. We should we should honestly do another list of just X Men. We could just do. We could just talk about X Men at some point. I love. I love it, especially the '90s cartoons. I love. Look, love we, we can we can talk. We can we. I, unfortunately, we we should probably move the list along because we're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again. we're not even halfway, Muck. By the way, Halle Berry's in the lead right now. So, <laughs> in points wise, points wise, Halle Berry's in the lead. So here we go. Oh, um, yeah. So Kale, we saw your number nine. So we're gonna go to Logan for his number nine. My number nine uh, recently got his series back on HBO Max. That's right. I'm talking Static Shock. That's a oh yeah. That's a pull. Is it because is it because of the comics or the show? Because of the comics. So my most valuable comic that I own to this day is a first edition volume or uh, uh, um, first edition uh, comic number one of the Static Shock series that was written back in 1996. Mm-hmm. That sucker is prominently displayed in my room right now. It's it's worth about three hundred and fifty bucks. It's just a beautiful, beautiful comic. But that was so. Static Shock was the reason I became a comic book nerd. Was I loved the TV show, but then I, the comics themselves were really, really interesting. And um, I'm so glad that Michael B. Jordan's working on a new Static Shock series. I forgot about that. Very excited. Huh? It's gonna be cool. They say I don't know crap about Static Shock, and I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Static Shock Look, at all. I know what I, he looks like, but that's it. I, w- I would say that, like, the best thing to know about Static Shock is, like, because the touch point for most people is the TV show uh, that was on, like, WB. But, like, when you look at it um, and kind of take in the impact that having a show like that like had on a bunch of kids mm-hmm. especially when like there's literally an episode where because his best friend is uh is white 
mm-hmm. and like there's an episode where uh he goes over to his uh his fr- his best friend's house and his dad is like super against it just because of his race and they like they tackle that kind of stuff and it's not not just like the relationships between like different like how different racial like different like backgrounds and different like races uh kind of like intermingle and everything just in like in general it, it feels like they tackle a lot of that stuff in a very like nuanced way especially for like 2005 like it's very it's very good oh. i i'll have to give it a shot uh it's because it's on hbo it is on hbo max um i also think he shows up in young justice in like season three or something season two is into I, season, two, I, season three i was gonna say he's either in young justice or uh like maybe what was that other one early yeah. thousands I mean, there's the Justice League show, but that he like he's he's not in it. He there's a crossover episode. I think uh, I think that's yeah. where I saw him. Was the there Justice are multiple League crossover show. episodes with the Justice League in Static Shock, but yeah. um, uh, yeah, I, I think he's in Young Justice. I'm not the biggest Young Justice fan, so I, mm. I'm I don't think I've watched season two since it aired, and I still haven't watched season three. Yeah, uh, or Outriders or whatever it's called. So I, but I do believe he is in it. He he's just so good. I mean, as a character and what he means to like, there's there's another one on my list that I could give for the same reasons of what he meant to his community. You you see a lot of these heroes on the list are national superheroes, right? You don't in the sense of like like they they are fighting for their entire country. There are certain heroes that just hit the communities, and that's what you need is is you need that hometown hero who you can always count on. And Static Shock is a perfect example of that. I. I feel like Static is the is like the the light side of what Batman like he's the light version of Batman. Yeah, or he he is kind of embodies the same like essence that the Flash <laughs> has, where like well and even even more so than the Flash because the Flash does go and fight like for the country and the world and stuff. Even though he's like very well known and beloved in Central City, uh, the the concept of he basically like unless he's like specifically asked to help outside of uh outside of the, his like sphere uh he he and his like little group of people only fight inside of their own like little bubble uh and they're very well known and they like mean a lot to the city and to those communities especially to like like i there i believe there's like it's either in a comic or in the show where he like he's just like he, him as a hero is walking down the street and he's like talking to like the the like the homeless people and stuff and just like making small talk and making them feel like they're welcome and like kind of like, like people he, he just always he always looks like he is a hero for the people by the people for the people it's just it's perfect All right, well, that was uh, Logan's number nine, and uh, that wasn't on anyone else's list, was it? Nope. All right. So my number nine is where it gets tricky. Are we including people outside of Marvel and DC? Yes, absolutely. I certainly hope so, because I got a few that aren't. (laughs) (laughs) My number nine is Frozone. That's right, from The Incredibles. Ah, boy. Where um, is my super suit? On my list, too. 
Really? Where is he at? Uh, he's the next one up. So what? Uh, eight for me. Eight. Yeah. Because that. Yeah. I honestly didn't even remember we like cartoons. <laughs> Like animated. I, I was about to say if we if we weren't doing animated stuff, my list would be very different because like majority <laughs> of my like influence for some of these was like from the cartoons because I didn't read a lot of comics mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, I guess it's good we got variety. Yeah, I he's he's on, he's on my list too. Love awesome, Frozone. love Frozen. I love Frozen. I love Ice Powers. Like, like oh yeah, Ice Powers are <laughs> Ice Powers are the best. I so like I like he's great and um in the original Incredibles. But I actually think he has more time to shine in Incredibles 2, even though, like, I think the movie is inferior. I think there are, like, character moments that actually are better. Yeah. Uh, and he's one of the ones that gets a lot of limelight, especially in the scene where he's trying to help the kids. Yeah, uh, yeah like, that that scene, uh, like, just kind of embodies him as, like, uh, like what he can do, and especially in an enclosed space, because in the first movie, you really only get to see him use his powers once in like inside. Yeah. And then you the... get to see him do like all of his cool, like making like the bridges and stuff while he's like riding around and like riding around on ice in the city. And it's like, it's mm. super cool, but like y- you get to see more variety in like what he can do and like how practiced he is with his powers and stuff. And I, I just think his character mm. is like super cool too. Yeah, I think. I I think his suit is one of the coolest. I love Where his get up. Super suit. <laughs> How many times um, are you gonna say that before this? Second <laughs> I'm gonna Probably say it every day. day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I I really love Frozone. I love in the first movie how he stops the bullet mid you know mid shot with his ice powers. Um, I'm just getting a drink of water. <laughs> just I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you guys so side note that's a funny like, thing it reminds me of like a karen kind of thing like i'm thirsty there there is a <laughs> uh a really good youtube poop which i never thought i'd say in the year 2021 called uh the uncredibles and it's uh somebody took uh the movie broke it into two different like 10 minute youtube poops and there's a scene of him where uh, the <laughs> the cop is just pointing at him. He goes, "Free!" He brought busting and goes, "Freeze!" And he goes, "I'm just getting a drink. I'm thirsty." And he spends like <laughs> he spends like a minute drinking the water and putting it back and getting a refill. <laughs> and then he and then when the guy goes uh, when the guy goes freeze again, he freezes him and then it uh, it plays uh, f the police. <laughs> what well, oh, when the transition hit? <laughs> I I laughed way too hard. Oh, sometimes YouTube is is there, wonderful. YouTube poop has its moments. It is mm. very few and far between, but there are very few times I've laughed as much as uh uh as that. And then um when when uh when Mr. Incredible breaks into like that uh the terminal and starts hacking, the mu- the music that's the music that's playing is the trollolo music and when he tries to escape it's uh it's it's playing that like a dubstep remix of it and it's doing in behind him because he keeps tripping on like the the in the inflatable balls oh, it's, oh, play, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's playing the uh the wasd track game behind it and, like you could barely see it behind him and i i i've cried laughing a couple times uh watching that watching those videos 
Frozone, definitely, definitely on the list. And if you've never played Rise of the Underminer. Oh, the GameCube game? Yeah, that game rules. That game rules. Is it on PS2? Yeah, it it was on PS2 because I didn't have GameCube. Oh, okay. I was about to say it has to be on like all three of the consoles at the time because it's a Disney game. Yeah, it it rules. I love that game. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of fun playing that and the uh, the original Incredibles game too. They're both uh, yeah, they're both fun. Yeah, uh, I hated the dash levels though. <laughs> I hated yeah, the dash there levels are so much. a lot of things you can hate about both of those games, <laughs> but uh, overall, good time. So. Uh, that was my number nine. So we're going to go to Nick with the number eight. My number eight. Uh, definitely my favorite character from the city of Gotham. And that is Jason Todd as Red Hood. Everything about this character was interesting. I loved the whole story of him where, you know, he started off as a good guy, but tried to do the way Batman did, you know, not killing anybody and ended up take pretty much taking his life by the Joker. And I love the whole story of him, of why he's doing what he's doing to where he's a perfect example of, he's not really wrong in what he's doing, but he's not doing it the right way. He's taking, he's taking matters into his own hands in a way that's not necessarily, um, I guess I guess the word here would be ethical, even though in like the mm-hmm. term of like superhero esque stories and stuff, that mm-hmm. word kind of has a tint to it. Yeah. He's a perfect representation of an anti hero. He yeah, makes sure the criminals don't so get up. Low, he's so low on your list compared to all the other anti heroes. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean I loved him, don't get me wrong, but there's a reason the other ones, other anti heroes are gonna be above him. I I I think that's a good, like a really good pick. I also think that's interesting that you say like he's your favorite. Though, mm-hmm. Like within the world of DC, on its like standing on its own, the like the inner workings of the world of Gotham mm-hmm. are like, or I mean, just like that alone is like rivals pretty much any other like the company of comics essentially mm-hmm. because of all the like the different like, I mean. I don't think it's hard to say that like or that it's like even like not just objective that Batman has like the, the greatest list of villains like the, oh, the greatest hands down. Hands, hands down. down and it's like with the, all those characters that he has as villains the fact that there are not like not just one but multiple anti-heroes that are also fantastic with mostly mostly good backstories there are some mm-hmm. where I'm like but I mean, you can't hit them all. So, of course, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think that um, a lot of people really like uh, Jason Todd just because of the, especially if it's like, if that was their first, if they, if they didn't get that spoiled for them and they got to actually read it or watch uh, Under the Red Hood. Yes. Um, those are like, at the moment you learn that kind of stuff is like incredible. But that was one of the reasons I really loved uh, Arkham Knight as well. When you find out that he is the Arkham Knight, yeah, I, I, I mean, I saw it coming, but it was like it was still so cool how they did it and how they built it up. Yeah, I, I thought like halfway through the game, I was kind of like, are they are they really gonna play it off like 
I think they I think they the buildup was really good. I just wish they would have done it like done it done it in a way that wouldn't have been so obvious. Like yeah. maybe like had like some red herrings like around in terms of like oh well maybe maybe there's like references to him not being dead or not being like uh I, I guess they couldn't have done that because Tim Drake is Robin in in that uh already. Yeah. Right. So it would have been kind of hard, but they could have like hinted at maybe whatever this is something else but i mean the only other one it really could have been was um deathstroke but at the same time that wouldn't have made any sense at all yeah well it would have made more sense than the tank fight that's true (laughs) i will hey you you know how you you know how you beat (laughs) the arkham knight in a tank fight how would you like to also fight deathstroke in a tank fight After Arkham Origins did that awesome fight with him, why don't you do it again in a tank, though? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Origins isn't like fantastic, but yeah, the like the the, I I actually think that fight's probably the only thing from Origins outside of like the the time period and like the little intricacies of like Gotham on Christmas. Is that like that? Those two things are like super, super cool. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think Red Hood's cool. I think that he's probably um, the best iteration of that type of anti-hero where it's like the anti-hero that still airs on the side of good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. You, you never question that he's a bad guy. You you're always like, OK, I can kind of see or most most people will be like i kind of see where he's coming from and his approach is still like with the mentality of he's doing good but not to the point where it's being like malicious to the people he was like trying to protect before he became red hood so like that like the core of the character remained the same it's just the methods changed which i think is part of why it works so well and that was the biggest reason why i love this character is like it's pretty much like what would Batman be like if he actually killed? And that's literally what Red Hood is. Oh, you but you get that in the Snyderverse. Yeah. In the Snyderverse you do, but... I I, yeah. I want, like, a full, like, story of just Batman, like, uh, in, in that same vein. Not, like, I think... Because I think we do have one where it's, like, he just loses it. I want him to... I want it to be, like, the Batfleck model of, okay, he's just been doing this for, like, 20 years, and he's just sick of it. Like, he's at the, <laughs> he's at the end of the line... He knows it. He's tired of dealing with these people. And he's just kind of like, at this point, he's just, it, it's not like a disregard, but it, he just doesn't care. <laughs> like, it's not a blatant disregard, but at this point, he could care less. Mm-hmm. If he, like, hits somebody with a Gatling gun on his car. <laughs> I I would love an idea of where Batman just snaps one day. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna start killing them now. <laughs> just start killing people now for no reason. <laughs> just one day, just snaps. I think there is a story like that. I mean, you kind of <laughs> you kind of get shades of that in any of the Justice League Doom timelines, where mm-hmm. it's like whether it's him, whether it's him or somebody else enacting his protocols for the league, mm-hmm. and like slowly dismantling the strongest people on the planet, and it's like. Because, I mean, like, some of them are, like, dark. Like, crypto, like Superman's just, okay, kryptonite bullet. Makes sense. But, like, <laughs> I think in the animated movie, doesn't he, like, inject, uh, like, Martian Manhunter with some rare chemical that he knows will, like, 
simulate him being on fire and he can't put it out and he knows his people like he is like deathly afraid of fire and it will either slowly kill him through just mental stress or it'll give him a heart attack and it's like why yeah. why is that your option why, why is that like I, I get that he might be a bad guy but what first off that's not practical because you have to inject him second off he was your friend at one point <laughs> you're gonna give him like a literal heart attack i guess Batman, it's not any worse Batman than like has no friends <laughs> yeah I, I was about to say you can't really say anything else because like his method for getting rid of the flash was like clamping uh like a a, a motion sensitive uh like bomb literally into his wrist and saying if you stop running it's de- it, you're done <laughs> just... yeah like uh i i i don't know man that kind of stuff is wild but yeah that yeah that, that's a good pick nick yeah i uh i don't know anything about red hood except for the arkham series um and then like a few things outside of there but I uh, I was like, we don't need Red Hood. We have Azrael. That that was my whole thing on the Arkham series. <laughs> I, I do think that would have been a better like follow, yeah. like a line to follow. But I think that Arkham Knight kind of took it in a way that made sense. I will say, um, yeah. since we're talking about like going to watch things on HBO Max, they're like, go watch Under the Red Hood. You will if not you, be disappointed, Austin. It is such yeah. a... Well, I did watch Under the Red Hood. Okay. I did watch okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Then I mean, yeah. there there some that. All animated comic book things are hit or miss, even DC stuff yeah. nowadays. Like it used to yeah. be DC couldn't miss. And now it's like, okay, what are like what kind of quality are we yeah. getting? Yeah. Um yeah. But like the Batman stuff most of the time hits. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely one of the last like ten years, probably that, like Batman Year One, a whole bunch of like I mean Batman like the the Dark Knight Returns duo, mm-hmm. like you got some good Batman animated stuff and especially yeah, under yeah. Hood. but uh yeah that's that's the stuff I enjoy the most is just animated movies that's what I mostly catch from is oh the is DC the I, I just I, like especially DC. DC announces animated stuff I'll typically give it a watch under the benefit oh, yeah. of doubt that it'll be good just because I grew up like my introduction to like comics or, like comic book characters outside of just like knowing who Batman was and like action figures and stuff just from like my dad or whatever was watching like Batman, the animated series and then justice league, the animated series going back and learning about all that stuff. Occasionally getting a comic book here or there, watching some of the Marvel stuff, including like X-Men when it was on uh, the, the Fox box or whatever, Fox morning, Fox kids in the morning or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. all, all that kind of stuff. And that, that's kind of where a lot of people got their start. If they didn't like have parents or friends or uh, like family members that got them into comics. Right. Because so, I didn't start reading comics like frequently until probably like end of high school. Just because I never had the, 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 there's not really a local comic book shop around here and I didn't really have the money to go spend on it. So, but yeah. Uh, Lexa, your number eight. My number eight. My number eight is Electra. Ooh, good pick. Very good. That's, that's a... I always liked her, and she was she was good. She was a superhero, and then she was like, you know what? I'm gonna be bad. I think Let's that's bad guys down the bad way. <laughs> she was they a have... The only thing with Electra is they should have just taken the show Alias. <laughs> it just made Listen. that Electra instead. <laughs> <laughs> what Jennifer Gardner? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jennifer Garner, ah, there's there's so much about that Daredevil, Electra, just... Yeah, ugh. it was odd. Could have been so much that, better. That was a weird mix. And then I was like, well, Ben Affleck is, or Ben Affleck's now Batman, so it's kind of... You're confusing me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Ben Affleck was Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's I haven't a, watched that it's, movie it's in a good thing that you forgot. It's a good actually, thing you to forgot. be fair, I I actually enjoy that movie. I do it's too. I like Daredevil because I really. Mm. Let me on the list. I I only like it because uh, what's his face played uh, uh, Kingpin. The Netflix Daredevil is really. Good I liked too. Kingpin and Bullseye from that. <clears throat> yeah, I think. I guess since we're like on that tangent, I do think that. Um, the Netflix shows gave some really interesting like elements to the Defenders because mm-hmm. uh, I think all of them were portrayed well. I'm not a huge fan of uh, what's his face is Iron Fist, the Game of Thrones guy. I just don't think yeah. that um, he he really fit that character. But I do think that um, he got better when he was surrounded by the other three, which is kind of the point of the Defenders because the only one that really needs to stand on his own is daredevil because most of the time you're either going to have luke cage bouncing off of jessica jones or the heroes for hire in the form of iron fist and luke cage mm-hmm. so you don't really need those to be standalone good i mean but they had their own series so you kind of needed that in in that regard not necessarily in the character standpoint but uh yeah i uh, I think Electra is like a, a pretty good pick. I I think that the the I don't I don't know how, who all she's interacted with in the comics because Electra seems like one of those characters that she has to have somebody to play off of to be like really good and when, yeah like when uh when she I mean because when she's with Daredevil in the comics it's fantastic like their 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 duo is there but I don't I'm trying to think of who else she's like been around in the comics outside of just when she was a general like generally just on the avengers every once in a while I feel like she always tended to work alone most of the time yeah yeah that's she i yeah she seems like one of those like, like her and daredevil didn't work out it's kind of like okay yeah. she was just kind of like peace going back to going back overseas i'm about or... to go kill some people then bye <laughs> we and we'll never hear from her again <laughs> it's uh she she uh she feels like the um the equivalent of uh gosh what's her name uh Rajal Ghoul's daughter oh Talia uh, yeah Talia the uh she's like the equivalent of that but she's actually like used as a character and not just a plot device in yeah. terms of where and that's not a knock to Talia where she's not always used like that but she only appears in Batman stuff and she never really does anything outside of like League of Shadows things. Electra does things outside of like her group when she's with the when she's with the hand or uh if she's with another group or whatever. She kinda does her own thing too. I see some comic book pictures with Wolverine. Yeah, she's done some stuff with like that group because I know she's interacted with Spider Man and like uh Spider Woman and stuff and in the Avenging uh, uh, the Avenging Spider-Man and that run of the Avengers, where she kind of helped out with the with that qu- quartet. 
Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Good pick, though. Anyone else have Electra on their list? It, highly unlikely. Negative. Okay. Disappointed. Well, well, you know, we're... Well, I am. I I'm, I guess I'm sexy well, because I have no women on my list. Maybe that's a bad wow. thing. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, Logan, you're you know, great. The Merc with a Mouth. Happy uh, Women's Day, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Deadpool. I, I don't know where that went. but <laughs> Pretty sure he says it in the movie. Oh, he's yeah, on my list right. too. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure he's also on Nick's list. Negative. Oh, snap. What? Good. Good. Oh, dang. Shocking, isn't it? I thought this was the one I was going to hit everybody's list. Not even close. <laughs> I love Where, that. Uh, he's in my top 15, I will say that. But I, top 10. I, mm. I, I love Deadpool. I love both his movies. The comics are fantastic. I really hope Marvel takes an opportunity and puts him and Tom Holland together for a little bit. They are absolutely not going to do that. I know, but <laughs> they are doing Deadpool three. And if Tom Holland shows up in that movie, I will be ecstatic. However, that is very unlikely, especially since well, uh, they will also have to get approval from Sony. I don't know. They did the adventure, the amazing Spider-Man and Deadpool was a part of it. And it was really, it was really hilarious episode. Like the cartoon. No, no, no. I'm not talking in terms of like crossovers that like. Oh, they should. The problem work. is that Spider Man is not rated R. He's Deadpool not rated is R. A hard R rating. Yeah. It would have in, to be Deadpool's movie then. In, in, well, not even that. In terms of like movie crossover. So Disney now owns the rights to those Deadpool movies after the Fox acquisition, mm -hmm. but Disney doesn't own the full rights to Spider Man. So not only would they have to agree that it's a good idea to have Tom Holland in the Deadpool movie, which might not be great for like. The image or branding or whatever or Tom like Holland. company no not tom holland for spider the spider-man character <laughs> that they're portraying as like this innocent kid uh yeah and then but they'd also have to get approval from sony to have him cross over into another movie that's not a spider-man movie because they have to work out a contract with sony because they have the movie rights for spider-man as a character so, so then they are keeping deadpool rated r right they are they have already oh yeah they've Deadpool's already come out and said well, I, Actually, I don't know. If, I think that was just a rumor that they confirmed it, no, but no, they probably no, no. Reynolds confirmed it. Okay, cool. Then yeah, in, he, in that case, he was doing he was doing uh, press for Free Guy like two or three weeks ago, and somebody asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, the script finally got approved. We have a script. We start shooting in May, and um, yeah, it's completely rated R." Now he did like the, he, he did the tease movie. that there is cam that there is fairly gonna, large cameos. There are going to be cameos, I but it's very unlikely that it's going to be Tom Holland just because of the contract situation. And I, I like, think what you are going to get though is I think you are going to get like Ronan or uh, yeah no is that who's the who's the bad guy from uh, Guardians One? Oh, Ronan. Ronan. You're gonna yeah you're gonna get Ronan the Accuser <laughs> what? You might get Ronan, because th they're they're currently doing something with the comic right now, where Ronan and Deadpool are kind of going up against each other. Oh, and Deadpool does have the time belt. He does have a time belt. Oh God, other, you're right. <laughs> the other thing too is that it's never been made clear if Deadpool's in the same timeline because he makes the joke about Thanos, but nobody knows exactly what timeline he's in. 
And now, the, yeah, there has been talks that he is going to join the MCU. But I, I, I doubt he's going to join the MCU. He might pop up for a cameo after the after the fact, but I'm pretty sure this is the last hurrah. I, man, I don't know, because there, there's hey, options. I'm happy either way. <laughs> there's options for him to go to. I mean, I, I think I, I don't think that Ryan Reynolds has ever found a role that's as perfect for him as Deadpool, though. I mean, it's just, it's a match made in heaven, and. And the fact that like he uses the character to diss so many things about Green Lantern, it's just it's kind of perfect. Speaking of Green Lantern, uh, did you guys see that he he uh, he live tweeted he his did. first watch his he first did. watching of that movie because he it never was, actually watched it before. It, it it was kind of perfect. I was having a great time because I actually enjoyed that movie for what it is. I thought he was drunk during half of it. Oh, he was. Dude, it was sponsored by his his alcohol. Oh, yeah, he was drinking gin the whole time. Yeah, he was drinking mm-hmm. his, his brand of gin or whatever it was in literally the entire time and live-tweeting it. He got progressively drunker the entire night. That stuff is actually Which, really good, way, too. We have a bottle of it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's really smooth for gin. Like, you can, you can drink a lot of it quickly mm-hmm. if you I'm wanted to. It's dangerous. It's not, uh, it's, what is it, like, 40 bucks? It's not bad. Um, no, it's not for that. If it's if it's that good, then yeah, no, that's not bad at all. Now, is it as smooth as have you, have you guys had the rocks tequila? It's smoother than any tequila. I guarantee you. That. I'm not a tequila <laughs> guy, so I'm gonna say Dude, yes. I I might bring a bottle with me to Oklahoma because that that sucker is just so good. It it it's perfect. You I feel like people people I, I tequila. <laughs> I feel like that sphere is getting like higher and higher quality because i know that a bunch of nba players have like have their wine now and a bunch of people really like it and uh what's his face uh conor mcgregor has his uh proper 12 whiskey yeah proper 12 and people like that see like and and, like you go with like have you guys had a a broken skull ipa i mean that sucker's good oh the steve austin's yeah stone cold Uh, i don't i don't drink i don't drink like ipas and stuff so i i but I and the Undertaker has a dark red wine now, and I oh, and yeah. I've been meaning to check that one out, and it because it seems really good. Uh, Stone Cold did a video about it. He's like, he's like, I'm not a wine guy, but you know what, man? I gotta tell you, it's pretty good. Listen, I only drink Fit Vine. <laughs> I still want to try Maynard's wine. That's the one I want to try. You know, Maynard's wine's probably is laced. You know, you know it's got to be laced with something. Hey, it's gonna be the best wine you ever taste, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might not even have any taste. You may just like be like, "Oh yeah, I taste everything. I taste hamburgers and apples at the same time. It's crazy." <laughs> some roast beef, some chicken, and pizza. <laughs> um, so Deadpool was Logan's number eight. Was it on anyone else's list? I know Alexa. Alexa. Yeah, what? How, what was it on your list, Lexa? Lexa's gone. Well, we'll never know. She gone. She snapped. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, when she comes back, I'll ask her. Uh, so, Logan, was it was your number eight. And uh, then, was it on Nick or mine or Kale's list? Nope. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so that leads to 
my number eight, because Kale's number eight was Frozone. Uh, my number eight is Venom. Good pick. Five. Cool. Hey, sorry, my mic. Everything froze on my phone, but it was number three. Oh, I'm so sorry, Alexa. Yeah, and then uh, I have Venom too. Yay! You have Venom too. Where's Venom at for you? Six. Six. So this is where we really get into anti-hero because. Venom. Okay, the person it's like the definition of like. Can we like, antihero? I don't know if it is like an adequate term for Venom. He's borderline antihero uh, villain. Yeah, like he's he's the yeah. he Depending is the, the closest. Time. Well, I'm talking about in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you were to put it on a spectrum of like, if you were to put all the antiheroes on a spectrum, yeah, he would probably be the closest. He's right next to Thanos on that <laughs> Infinity War. Thanos, he's like right there next to him. Yeah, it, it's basically I mean, like he is toting the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I personally just love the Venom character. I love the style. I love, I love the way he looks. Um, so for graces, right? No, <laughs> not <laughs> I don't. The fact that the kid from that '70s show, uh, you know, so who couldn't pick <sighs> up. Who the weirdest? Skip. I'm hitting the skip button. I'm hitting the skip button, Austin. Don't talk about it. Skip. <laughs> um, I am glad that we got uh, Tom Hardy oh. as Venom later. But I, I really just like him in any medium. Um. Uh, you know what? S- Spider-Man 3 on the PlayStation, not terrible. And oh, no. Shattered Dimensions. Or, uh, also not yeah, terrible. Shattered Dimensions, also not terrible. So Venom yeah, has some good stuff. Oh, all the like Spider-Man and Venom play. video games were phenomenal, were so much fun, especially when you got yeah. to be Venom. Yeah. Uh, especially Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Venom was one yes. of my top four, like, of my four characters I always roll with Venom was he always was my one number one. Was. He was my number yeah. one to be. Yeah. I I loved Venom so much really because of that game. Like Marvel mm. Ultimate Alliance 2 really made me fans <laughs> of certain uh characters. So like Venom, uh Deadpool, Luke Cage, like that that was the game that really got me into those specific characters and so um but yeah, Venom I just I just really like and I I hope we get more. And remember, if you think Venom is a villain, just look at Carnage. And you like, you know, Venom's not, that, not bad. that bad of a guy. <laughs> not that bad of a guy. You look at Carnage or one that, well, if he does show up in the Venom world, will be way later. And that's Noel, who is the symbiote god that actually is infuriated with symbiotes. Mm-hmm. But... Venom was one of the ones that there were two comic books I always got just to read them. One was Venom. I'll save the other one later because this person is also in my uh, top ten list. But Venom was the one I actually enjoyed reading all the comic books of, whether it was just him or the ones with Spider-Man, the Avengers, anything he was in, I enjoyed reading just because I loved how this character progressed, the people he kind of like, well, went to and took over and just like kept bouncing back. 
until he tried to go to Spider-Man and back to Eddie. It was just all so good, so entertaining. I love this character. Very menacing, very scary. Was able to kind of learn abilities by pretty much going into your bloodstream and learning how to do the stuff. And then just going on his way. One of the one of the best. Uh, Kale Logan wasn't on your list. No it was right. not on mine. Um, okay, well, Venom is so far our number one hero, and that, that's gonna get really. That's gonna. That's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna get some What's people your mad. Number comments. one hero. Oh, Venom. Oh, right. Okay. Followed right behind. We're so good. Uh, uh, Halle Berry. I <laughs> <Still. laughs> oh, yeah. That was our top two. Number I one. Be, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with. Uh, with the Halle Berry. We're doing PowerPoints but... now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like uh, Marge, or uh, not Marge. Is it Marge? Marge. Marge Simpson. Homer's yeah, Marge Simpson. Yeah. The, <laughs> the PowerPoint. <laughs> You're like, I'm coming to tell you why Venom and Halle Berry are the two best superheroes of all time. You mean Lisa Simpson? Lisa, that's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, that's yeah. right. Lisa. I could not think of the name. I kept saying Marge <laughs> I'm, and Maggie. I'm not impressed. They're not right the now. ones. <laughs> you got two of them right, but uh, not the ones that you wanted. All right, Nick. Yeah, Nick, you're number seven. My number seven? Well, this is my X-Men character, if anybody would like to get, take a guess of who it is. As long as it's not Cyclops, I'm fine with it. It's not Cyclops. Thank the Lord, hallelujah. I wonder if it's my number seven. I'm gonna my number seven is also a X-Men character. Is it? I, I'm going to guess the obvious one's like Wolverine. Nope. But, okay. Too well, overrated. I love Wolverine, but he's just got to the point where way he's too overrated. overrated. You are 100% correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, my number seven is one that I saw from the show first and then I started like, then I watched the cartoons and everything and loved him ever since. And that's Nightcrawler. Oh, he's my number four. Good one. Nightcrawler was always my favorite. X-Men 2 was my favorite. Yes. I loved him in X-Men 2. Just the, the guy that I can't remember the actor that played him, but he's been in other stuff that I've loved and. I thought he did wonderful as Nightcrawler, and just yep. the way he looked and everything, how he moved. Yeah, the, and, the movements really sold it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just had all this crazy cool things about him. The teleportation, how he did it, where it wasn't just like he went in, like he literally just turned into a puff of smoke to teleport and just beat the crap out of people. Everything about this he character I loved, and he was... Alan Cumming. Yes. And he's just... My opinion, like the most. He was my kids too. Yes, he was uh, Mr. Floob. I think that was the character's name. Not not to be confused with Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, two (laughs) different people. But no, Nightcrawler was the one I always enjoyed because he was kind of the perfect mixture of a badass and a comedy relief. Yeah. Yeah. I I love Nightcrawler. What did you say, Kale? Said he is also on my list. Oh, where is he on your list? I believe. Have I? I'm trying to think because I, I didn't write down. Uh, you have your top six spots left. Okay. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Because I, I was about to say I, I couldn't remember if I said Halle Berry was number seven or six. So yeah, I, <laughs> six. If if I've six. got that one open, yeah. Okay. 
I I I like Nightcrawler a lot. He's one of my favorite X Men. I like that he's Catholic. Like I feel like that's a really interesting. Yeah, it's a really interesting dichotomy, especially when he like when they bring it up in the comics, and I think they bring it up in um. They brought it up in the show too because he was always you know saying the chants and praying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had to find him in a Catholic church. Yeah, there are some really interesting like like portrayals of like all these different like ways that either like he can't like he can't actively practice his religion because he's treated as a demon. Yeah, he looks like, like a demon. Yeah, all <laughs> yeah. these different all these different things uh that go into it too, which is like really interesting. And that yeah. was part of the reason I love the character so much is that he's not a bad guy at all. He's literally just wanting to pray, but he's not able to because everybody sees him as well the opposite of what people would be praying to at that at those churches. Yeah, he wants to be good. Well, and it, that's like for me, that was like always a testament to his faith. The fact mm-hmm. that he he believes so much that even though everyone who clearly <laughs> doesn't understand what they're even praying for, what they're praying to, that you know anyone can come to God, anyone can believe in God, and Nightcrawler believed that so much that even though people were saying like, "Dude, you you look just like a demon," and there's no way you could. Even he, come to it, he still believes. Yeah, yeah, he still believes what the truth was. So, I I really like Nightcrawler for those reasons. He's not the one I was about to say, but I I do love him. He's he's definitely like he's I said. We gotta, do a, we gotta do another X Men episode because oh, I, I love X Men. Um, I mean, heck, we could do an audio sketch of X Men. Yeah. Uh, I have to. I have to watch the '90s X-Men again. Oh, me too. I need to watch it all the way through again. Now it's on there. Um, but uh, so Kale is your number six. Nick was your number seven. Lexa was your number four. Uh, so now we go to Lexa's number seven. My number seven is goes along with my number eight, Daredevil. I've always loved Daredevil. Just. The fact that he's blind and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to kick people's asses. <laughs> just like just like Stevie Wonder. Blind <laughs> and ass. Just like Stevie Wonder. He's just like <laughs> blind and he's like, yeah, I'm going to kick this music ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? I can play the piano. I can't do that stuff and I'm not even all the way blind. I would love a comic series where it's just Daredevil and Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder's playing the tunes, and then I need I need one where the crossover where uh, Daredevil has to try and play piano, and Stevie Wonder has to try and be a defense attorney. Guys, guys, <laughs> Stevie Wonder's playing the tunes, and Daredevil's fighting the goons. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> I think we just found the, the name of it. <laughs> I'm do- I'm done with this conversation now. Singing <laughs> the tunes and fighting the goons. God damn it, Austin. <laughs> conversation is now over. Uh, is Daredevil on anyone else's list before we go on? No. no. Unfortunately, no. Great character, but unfortunately, no. All right. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch that Netflix show. I watched the first episode and I just never finished it. (laughs) Daredevil is by far the best out of the Netflix shows. Like Mm -hmm. this is disappointing. All all three. How is it no, not all Netflix shows in general, just all the 
Well, no, like I really like Luke Cage. The Marvel one. I really wanted that show to be good, and then I Look, heard that I wanted all of them to be good because I love the Defenders. Right. But uh, we don't all get what we want because they decide <laughs> to not make them all good. <laughs> Especially the Defenders, the show. Um, Logan, you're number seven. My number seven takes me to the streets of Harlem. Of course, Miles Morales. See, this Ooh, was another one where I was my like, number two. Okay. Ooh, ooh. So let me ask this. Let me ask this. Is this Spider Man or is this specifically Miles Morales? Specifically Spider versus Miles, bro. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to love, you got to love what Marvel did with both Into the Spider Verse, but then also the Miles Morales video game. Like, I'm playing it again. I'm playing it again right now. And it's, it just hits. There's again, there's that story of, he is Harlem's hero. Like you have Spider-Man who, you know, he's he's just your local neighborhood Spider-Man, but you've got Miles Morales who stands for black culture and stands for heroism within a community that just didn't have that doesn't have a lot to to hope for. And and you look at the streets of Harlem and, and how well Miles just takes it upon his himself to be that hero that they need, to be that hope, to be that inspiration. But he's a hero who's always trying to find himself. He doesn't know how to be a hero. And so that journey of him realizing and maturing and, and becoming the hero that he needs to be, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a hero like him in that sense of he makes mistakes all the time and he'll be the first to admit it. But when it comes to, to saving the day and being the hero that Harlem needs, there's nobody better. Exactly. Yep, just just remember, with great power comes great big booty bitches. <laughs> Amen. And that's what I, I got. You, I hate you, Nick. I hate you. I, give I don't know. I still need moments. to look up. The, I still need to find who made that video because I always forget it. It's it's a Dragon Ball video. I know I don't watch Dragon Ball, but there's a Dragon Ball 3D, and it's, it's a like Cell Games thing it's, where it's Kermit. As Spider-Man and, and so <laughs> he's like <laughs> with great responsibility comes great big booty bitches. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I hate so, that you showed me that, Austin, because now it's always stuck <laughs> in my head. It's great. <laughs> uh, so Miles Morales is separate from Spider-Man, correct? Yeah, yeah it, okay. is. Mm -hmm. it is. All right, all right, all right. Just making sure. Because that messes with things. If so, if not, um, so that was your number seven. seven. Yeah. Uh, we know my Lex number seven. Oh, what was it, Lexa? It was on your list too, wasn't it? Miles? It was Lexa's number two, right? Yeah, it was my number five. Oh, I didn't hear that, Kale. Okay. Uh, I, I was just making sure. Yeah. Nick was on your list. Uh, negative. You heartless bastard. Have you met and, me? And <clears throat> he's got a point. He's got a point. Um, oh, so, wait, yeah. you haven't because you don't come down here. Ooh. Butthole, I'm coming to see you in two weeks, man. Uh huh. Uh huh. Close Oklahoma Borders. The hotel is booked. The courtyard at Missouri. Close the Oklahoma Borders. Don't give him his money back on his reservation. <laughs> The courtyard at Marriott has charged my credit card, man. Like, well, you're not getting that back. 
Look, Logan has to go through Miami, so we'll see if he can make that. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Ooh, uh, have fun with that, buddy. <laughs> He's going to get there. Can, can, can I survive Oklahoma barbecue? I mean, I have a very refined palate. Oh. Um, Probably barbecue. not, because every time I go by a barbecue, I see an ambulance. Ah, shit. What barbecue? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let me Let's... let me tell you this. At least Oklahoma doesn't have to cake their barbecue in sauce just to make it better. Yeah, you know. Sorry, just, do, uh, we don't do what, that. What, what, what photos that. have I posted any time? That's that myself. Well, except oh, for my. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the one where you had. Are, are we actually arguing that Oklahoma has anywhere near bar, like Kansas City barbecue? It, it's close. No, to it Texas. doesn't. Absolutely not. It, no, it does not. Kansas City. What? No, Kansas no, City and Texas are like the best. Thank um, you. There is absolutely you. no world where Oklahoma barbecue had like. Th- it does not hit the same. No. Have you ever been to T Bone Tom's? Guess who went to T Bone Tom's, guys? Guy Fieri. You know how many times I ate there? Thousands of times in Texas. It's it's that's barbecue right there. Speaking of Guy Fieri, <laughs> I don't know if I recommend his his restaurant in uh, uh probably in, not in kansas city it's pretty trash oh i've never eaten it at the one in kansas city i ate the one in uh the not the not lax airport <laughs> um i saw an asterisk player just make one of the gutsiest foul ball uh choices i've ever seen um so guy fietti owns a taco restaurant in kansas city that oh, is tacos, he probably does fine uh, this was a burger place it, but it's questionable at best like he does this garbage can nacho that's really good, but other than that, it kind of sucks. Yeah, the bur- like I got one of like because his thing is like the specialty stuff, like the garbage can nacho. So I was like, oh, I'll try his like his mac and cheese burger, and it was like okay, it wasn't worth the price. Was it? Yeah, I was like, worse is it than ninjas? Burger was it place? Worth- was it he the one that had a ninja pl- or uh, a burger place? Ninja. Didn't Ninja oh, have a burger no, place? No, oh, that was Mr. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. And it's not horrible. They're, they're all the same. <laughs> all, all the white, you were speaking to somebody who works in that industry. They are the not the same. Not the white same YouTubers, YouTubers, they're all the same to me. They're all the same. I want to give me money. Hold on. Ninja's a gamer. Mr. Beast is a charity organization. Excuse you. He is also a gamer. Yeah. He has Mr. Beast. Logan. I'm not. I'm not defending you. <laughs> I'm on my own team. <laughs> After your comments about barbecue, Kale will never defend you again, Austin. Oh, I don't <laughs> care. Kale, Kale's in Oklahoma or close to Oklahoma City. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Uh, nothing. I'm not saying we know anything about food. Oklahoma City has no food. Exactly. At, at least they have. They have that crab. They have that crab boil place. That's we have good. a crab boil place. We have some. We have some Mexican places that are okay. We have one really good taco place. I will say that. Uh, God, that's about it. Like, other than that, it's just like one specialty place here or there. But there's not like one thing that like the only thing that anywhere in Oklahoma does exceptionally well is steakhouses. Explains why the obesity rate there, is as high as it is in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma's not known for our food. We're known for our religion. No. <laughs> I'd like to not be known for either. To be honest, <laughs> it's, it's, we praise it's, the yeah. Lord and eat just whatever we. When all when all of my options for when I go to takeout, when the when the closest option to the the only homemade, Chick-fil-A. the only homemade place that I go to frequently is a sandwich place. There's a there's a place called Hobby's Hoagies. 
like a couple a couple blocks from me that I go to very frequently because they got some killer sandwiches and they make some really good pasta and stuff. But that is the only like out, that is the only non like uh, Asian style food restaurant that is I would consider like a a, a not chain that I go to, mm. and that's in the entirety of like Edmond and the area of OKC closest to me. And it's like, oof, that's not good. <laughs> Especially when I'd rather just cook at home. I'm just but, saying. I, weirdly enough, I think Tulsa has better options than Oklahoma they, City. No, they do. I'm not saying they don't. By I'm just lot. saying that you're completely wrong about barbecue on every level. I, I will see. We'll see. Will we see? We'll see. How Listen, are we testing this? Max Barbecue Man, number one. Okay. They've won competitions in kansas city in their home turf they compete and before we find out that this place was like originally from kansas city or something <laughs> no, no, this this is definitely here this is definitely here this is only a one place stop we we're not so, talking about oklahoma so, joe so, oklahoma joe sucks so, here yeah Cause... okay we're we're we're, ki- we're kicking out we're kicking out the barbecue conversation we need to get back to superheroes <laughs> We are. We're an hour and 45 minutes, and we're only at number seven. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, my number seven is Gambit. Oh, never mind. We're still yeah, okay, seven. Cool. Yeah. He was close. He's my second I, favorite. Yeah, he didn't make my list. Nope. Gambit's dope. Even though you can't understand a word he's saying, he's dope. Very cool. Nick, six. Six. Okay, this is one of the ones that's not Marvel or DC, but... Um, it's from a cartoon, Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I accept it. Yeah, I was about to say. I guess that counts because there were uh, comics too. So mm-hmm. yeah, sure. you're, you're in the clear. Yep. And I mean, also, he's a superhero. He's got abilities. He's trying to save the world. That's pretty much what a superhero does. But I loved his story throughout all this, where he starts off as the main villain, where. He's just a remorseless killing machine that turns into this still kind of a very angered person, but is learning to control his emotions as the show goes on. And my opinion, when it comes to most shows, he has the best character development I've seen out of any character. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things, you know, the thing that says, da da da, change my mind. That's that's my statement with Zuko. I'm not gonna say you're you're wrong because I agree with most of what you said. I think uh, I think the the what what kind of saves him from being like kind of a generic, a more generic uh, kind of character is the fact that he's ri- out of all of the characters in that show, he de- he is the only non-core character that transitions in, that has a character arc even before he becomes part of the main group mm-hmm. which is uh something you don't see very often and i mean like all the main group has their like internal struggle struggles and like their their moments and stuff which like for some like uh cough you don't really see um you don't really see that often like she's a great character but like her development really happens all at once until you get to like uh, with the book four 
uh, mm-hmm. versus like Sokka's development is over the course of time. Katara is, is kind of split up between a couple different books and then Aang's is the main point of the entire show. Exactly. Uh, but Zuko is kind of like, right. Zuko's kind of in that Sokka camp where it's like, it's gradual and it, like, but his is more apparent than Sokka's. Mm-hmm. Because Sokka's yeah. is in like kind of internalizing everything. Whereas Zuko is, um, look at, he looks at everything and he's like, okay, I, I see where I need to grow. Mm-hmm. And, but that's he's what had I, issues along the way. Yeah. That's what I love about him though, is that there's always those times where you think he's about to be on the side of good. And then he just shoots that down and goes yeah. back to full blown evil. It can't be, it can't be flipped yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The so. switch which is just isn't ready to get flipped mm-hmm. so yeah i love this character and so that's why i gotta put him on my list all right uh was that on anyone else's list i'd no. be surprised all right <laughs> no i didn't uh, going that deep cut or i or i might have started pulling from like uh because I, I didn't put any if, because if we were going that deep cut i would have looked more into like manga and stuff too but I, I stuck with like uh, the that's more kind of that's kind of what I did too. There's a few manga characters in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Logan, your number six. My number six is Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. <laughs> um, Tadic Bozeman was the perfect iteration of Black Panther, but his comics themselves are really, really interesting too. Um, and I've gotten more and more into it as of late. Uh, by the way, if you get Marvel Unlimited. It's 100% worth it uh, for all the different comics you can go back and read. I, I'm i really interested also to see what the Avengers Square Enix game does with Black Panther here this oh, fall. Because... Uh, yeah, before before with I was going to mention this earlier. I finally picked that up, by the way. Oh, dude, we need to play together, man. I have not even installed it yet, but I am down to play it with people because I know it's uh, still kind of a mess, but I'm down for the ride. Dude, we can grind together, man. That'd be cool. Um. Black <laughs> we were talking Every about time. like mixing cum cups earlier. Let it be. That's for science. Yeah, that's science. We don't do that here, he says. Welcome to land party off Earth. God, God dang it. Um, <laughs> Are we gonna have to call it like clan party? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, we've done listen, up. We gotta, let's just, we gotta take let's somebody just throw out. This out. The person with the most melanin made that joke. Okay. So at least we didn't. <laughs> do we yeah. have, how do we know? I've been a transitioning period in my no life. I have no idea okay. who their dad is. I'm allowed to say what I want. <laughs> I agree with that statement. Let's move on. Okay. So <laughs> keep going. Anywho. Black Panther has always been a great character to me, and, and I think the comics really speak to how awesome he can be. But Chadwick Boseman, man, again, Marvel you know, kind of screwed itself, and there's nobody who can play back Black Panther quite like Chadwick Boseman did. Rest in peace. Well, the issue with that, like, that statement is that, I mean, there's nobody quite like how he, can, how he portrayed the character, but, like, nobody knew. Like, Nobody knew how that portrayal would go. Like, obviously, Chadwick Boseman is a fantastic actor, so everybody hoped for the best. It turned out way better than most people expected. Um, one of the highest grossing films of all time. Yes. Well, nobody was talking. Nobody was going to question that the movie was going to do well. Right. But, like, it turned, like, the, the entire, like, performance ended up being, like, 
beyond what most people were expecting. And it's like, but I, again, like nobody knew that outside of like his, his team that, and even then like that he was sick. So it's not like we can't, that's not something you can fault Marvel for. Like that's something that they're just going to have to kind of adapt to the fact that he's kind of the eternal representation of that character now, which is fine because he, his portrayal of the character is about as close to like what the comics already portrayed the character as, as any character in a comic book movie. So like I, that, that's nothing to not, that's nothing to be like upset about or anything. If you were a fan of the comics and you not of the movies or whatever. So, but yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. He's, he's not on my list, but he is like, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, uh, was Black Panther on anyone else's list? Negative. Alright. So it's just <laughs> Logan's. Um, my number six is a manga character, but I feel like they count as superheroes. So, <laughs> from My Hero Academia, Todoroki. Uh, wow, that's actually surprising. Uh, uh, because... I like I said earlier, I love ice powers and the fact that he has the ice and fire powers just makes him that much cooler. It's in my literally mind. just like the best of both worlds for you. Yeah. I, I love Todoroki. Icy hot. Icy hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I might be the last person to put an anime character on their list, but uh, oh. I love, I love Todoroki. So, Great pick, honestly. I love Todoroki. I'm glad you watched that anime. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. And hopefully you're keeping up with it. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, I'm in the... uh, I I wouldn't have put anybody from that show specifically on my list if I was... uh, if I I did do manga characters, but um, I did catch up relatively recently uh, with, with... with the manga mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it for what it is I, i'm not like the biggest uh my hero fan but i do enjoy the show it's entertaining uh, todoroki was definitely one of my favorites from that love the whole story with him and you find out about you know how wonderful his father is and how much of a swell <laughs> guy he is old, how wonderful dear old pop is Dear old flaming papa. So uh, <laughs> I love that big Austin. I love that. Um so we got Nick's number five. Lexa, you're number five. My number five is the next X-Men in blue. I'd like to see her as an anti-hero, Mystique. Oh yeah. She has had her good time. And I've always just liked her, just who she is for some reason. I don't know. She's so quiet and just like, I'm all just do whatever I want. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. <laughs> and she could be anybody. It's a, it's a good <laughs> pick. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of her. Uh, first off, I'm just not the biggest fan of Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I like the X-Men 2 version of Mystique. Yeah, I'm not a not a really a fan of Jennifer Lawrence's portrayal. I don't think it's like awful. I just not really a fan of like how the character is written and everything. Um, 
but I, I do really like Mystique as a character. I think that, uh, especially in like the animated series and stuff, uh, especially in, I don't remember if it's, I think it's the 90s show and I think it's just like every iteration of the show, except for like Wolverine and the X-Men where like the, the unraveling mystery of like her importance to the characters outside of like the brotherhood yeah. and stuff, like all that stuff is just super fun. All right. Was uh, Mystique on anyone else's list? Not. All right. Logan, your number five. My number five. He's the only man with a ring that has any power. That's Green Lantern. (laughs) That's a finisher right there. I don't know any guy with a ring that has power. (laughs) Thank you for the Gabriel Iglesias joke. Uh, My number three. My number one. Important. Ooh. Ooh. Wow! I, I think we I have had a our. I think, that was Austin's yeah, number one. That's that's up there. Uh, which okay, a very important distinction. Which Green Lantern for each? John Stewart's mine. John Stewart's. John Stewart's. Stewart's. Oh, I yeah, grew up being John Stewart. John Stewart. Yep. So I, yeah. I like Hal Jordan. I really love the current Green Lanterns line, which I don't know if it's still going, but I I have I haven't caught, kept up. Uh, but I really like the current Green Lantern line too. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah I, John Stewart. I, my, I like. My to one. be fair, I like all of the the Earthbound Green Lanterns. Like all of the all of them. I think my least favorite is probably Kyle Rayner. Um, uh, if, yeah. If I had to well, pick, I think his his depiction is the one I like the least most often. But yeah, I, gosh, I, I just love the Green Lantern. Yeah. I, I love more than I love the Green Lantern character. I love the Green Lantern universe. Yep, I just yeah. like the idea of all these different sectors and uh, just, yeah, I that that to me is really I just I just love the world of Green Lantern. It's the perfect mix of like sci fi plus plus superheroes. I, I, I really like him. Yep. But John Stewart will always be. Yeah, I mean, that, that was just, my first my first it. Green Lantern. Yeah, it's like mine you too. never forget. You never forget your first, uh, your first uh, what uh, animated crush or whatever. It's like you never forget your yeah. first animated Green Lantern. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess at this like at this point it's only been, uh, well I guess First Flight and some of the others have had Kyle Rayner, but for the most part you will really only get Stort and then Hal, and then occasionally you get Guy, but that's basically just in Brave and the Bold. So. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people don't like uh, Gardner. Yeah, I, per- I personally don't mind him. Plus, he's in my he's in the he's in the some of the Justice League comics I like the most. So, I, which will come I, apparent later. I think he's the most underutilized member of of DC Comics. I think I think his comic book runs have been absolutely insane. But I would love for them to do more in the movies. Like I. If Zack Snyder ends up getting control of Absolutely the movie, we will not. But we'll we'll th- we could talk about that at another <laughs> we'll, time. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I I would trust Zack Snyder with a with a good Green Lantern movie. I I will I will trust Zack Snyder to make a really good looking Green Lantern movie. Yep. I have no desire to see Zack Snyder write the storyboard for another superhero movie ever again. Yeah. That's my that's my main gripe, and it's not anything against. Specifically him, it's just that like out of all of his movies, I don't think I can take a space based like story with 
just way too much slow-mo and weird music choices again. Yep. I I don't want Zack Snyder to have any control of a Green Lantern movie at all. Just personally. And <laughs> I just can't. No. Agreed. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah. But that was my number one. Kale's number three. Logan's number five. Nick pretty Lexa. sure that's going to win at this yeah. rate. It, it might. It might. It's that's in the a, lead right now. So pretty good. Pretty good lineup. Yep. Um, my number five, which is my last, like, I would say controversial one, if you want to count these. And there's four of them. It's the Ninja Turtles. Oh, I like that. <laughs> my number two. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love pretty much every iteration of the Ninja Turtles. I like, I love all the animated stuff. I read the comics. I love just everything. My fa- one, my favorite, like my, one of my favorite comic book characters of all, one of my favorite characters of all time is Casey Jones. Yes. So I yes. like, I just absolutely love pretty much everything to do with the Ninja Turtles. There's, there's some misses, uh, obviously, but God, I, the Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Turtles are probably like one of like my three favorite media properties of all time. I I just think they're, I I, I just think they're the coolest. Like straight up, just <laughs> the, the giant anamorphic evolved turtles just fighting. And we talked earlier about you know Batman's villain lineup. I love the Ninja Turtles villain lineup. Oh, I think yeah. they have so one of the weird. best villain lineups. It's lineup. so weird and yeah. diverse and like you never know what you're going to get, especially since mm-hmm. every iteration of the turtles like portrays them vastly differently. Like mm-hmm. jumping from like the 80s turtles, which portrays Shredder as like this cartoonish bad guy, right? Then you jump right. to the 0-3 turtles and you get Shredder who is like the super like just big bad boss like guy who nobody can take down even when like the entire team is working together and then it turns out he's an alien and it's like <laughs> where did this come from and then in uh and then you get uh you don't even like the the very you get in the the 14 turtles is completely different and then you get to rise and it's like amalgamation of, of all of these different things and it's just like the the variety of just the main villain that doesn't like not even including like the different like storylines with all of the minor characters or how they use like Baxter Stockman and uh, the different ways they use April in each of them and mm-hmm. uh, Casey being so different in all the different variations and all the movies and everything. It's just it the the variety and how often the portrayals are really good just make the entire like world just have this super unique feel that not many other properties hit. Even if it's all just mm-hmm. in New York. <laughs> Mm. this is the thing for me about the ninja turtles it wasn't on my list but it that's a great pick austin um is a fact of how successful it was because austin just trying to tell the story kept chuckling that just shows you like the story and the characters in this are so unbelievably crazy but yet they became these global icons that Mm. generations will know for years because you try to just I'm just imagining the person trying to pitch the story to everybody going, all right, now hear me out. There's these ninja. There's these turtles that are the size of people that live in the sewers. They love pizza. 
and they have a rat that is their teacher. Now they go up against a guy that's named after a cheese grater. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you know what? I want my own fighting animals. So he goes and gets a pig and a rhino. Yep. And I'm just sitting there like, it's so unbelievably stupid, but at the same time, the most genius thing you could ever imagine. Now, I will say, uh, I did get to uh, meet uh, Eastman, Kevin Eastman, uh, at uh, Planet Comic Con, uh, Logan. When, uh, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I, I went, I, was the, I think I was the only person that picked that panel to go to. I think I dragged one of my buddies to it. Uh, because that was like one of the main reasons I wanted to go. So I went there and then I was, God, his, the line for his like signings afterwards were all, uh, crazy, but I actually have a uh, signed, uh, prints of the, uh, a one, uh, well, they're both from, uh, the Batman Ninja Turtle crossover. Uh, oh, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the, wow. uh, from the artist of the show, uh, of the comic. That's, That's awesome. cool. So th- those are on my shelf. And then I bought the, um, I also have a signed copy of the uh every once in a while there'll be the there's this group that does uh like a, a for charity they get a hundred different artists to draw like a comic property and uh i bought the the ninja i have a signed uh he signed a copy of that uh that ninja turtle uh hundred like artist uh book too so i i have huh. some like really really dope like ninja turtle stuff from that i specifically love the the batman ninja turtle run and the animated uh movie those are both fantastic i, st- I, st- I still haven't read or watched the batman ninja turtle crossovers. i would recommend reading it uh i would recommend reading it because i think the comic is still better but i do like they're both fantastic <laughs> like it, it's yeah, like the, it, it's the perfect mix of the two it's like they, they got the an awesome voice cast they got like it, it nails everything that's great about both of the worlds like wow. it, it's fantastic and i I mean, that's just Ninja Turtles for me. Like the the epitome of like me when everybody when the when the when Rise ended, the the newest animated Ninja Turtles when that ended, mm-hmm. and the the ending of that show went viral, and everybody's like, "Is this what the Ninja Turtles has always been?" And I'm like, "No, this is just one iteration of it where they decided we're just gonna basically copy the end of Gurren Logan <laughs> and, and turn it, and, but with ninjas." And I'm like, I never knew I wanted that, but you know what? I'm here for it. So I love the Ninja Turtles. Well, then I don't feel bad about putting them on my list. No, <laughs> don't, don't feel bad about that. Um, they all, they, I had a, I had a very heated debate between the, that at number two and my number one. I have, a, I have I'm curious what your number one is now. It's, I'm for, for anybody that for anybody that like knows my taste in comics or just like what I rant about frequently, uh, it's it's very obvious. But we'll get there. Okay, all right. Uh, Nick, you number four. My number four. Well, Austin, you went into the world of anime, so I will bring us back into that world. Um, my number four is Alucard from Helsing. Oh, fantastic! Uh, nice. God, yeah, that is like. So Venom is on the, the the other side of the list where it's like he's a villain that like totes the line of being an antihero. Alucard is the antihero or the hero that totes the line of being a villain at yes. that exact line. They're like the exact same like level on but on different 
like he follows his orders, but he doesn't follow them to the letter. He goes, well, this person's in my way, so I'm just going to rip their head off. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Like he literally does that. Like there'll be that, people that like police officers that shoot him. He gets back up and just starts ripping them to shreds. And one it's his voice by personally for me, my favorite voice actor of all time, Crispin Freeman, who did mm-hmm. tremendous job with him, made him so, so awesome. And yeah, this character, I remember my buddy was telling me about, it. he goes, dude, I know your style, read the manga and then watch the anime. You will not be disappointed. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I watched that and I watched Helsing and then the remastered ultimate. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this character is like in the world of mortals. He is a God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And the portrayal of just like, Basically, everything that the character, like, tries to embody is, like, done so well. It's just, mm-hmm. it's done almost too well. Yes. He's horrifying, he's menacing, but at the same time, one of the funniest characters in the show, just because of how serious he is. Yeah, and and it's not like you don't feel for him, either. Like, once no. you start actually learning his backstory, you, like, he actually has, like, real emotional resonance. Especially when, like, when paired with, uh, with Anderson and, like, all of the, oh. like... God, I love Anderson with that. It's just like such a good like cast to play off of a character like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Alucard, one of my favorite just anime characters in general. So I had to put him on this list. For those of you that have not watched it, I highly recommend it. And chances are, an audio sketch is going to be coming very soon of that. Please, yeah, please watch Helsing. (laughs) Very good. It's on my list of animes to watch. It's like up there, <laughs> but you know when I catch up with everything else that Nick <laughs> There's has too much beyond. anime. Don't worry, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. Uh, so we know Lex is number four. Uh, Kale, we're actually gonna get to hear from you first. What Hi. is your number four? Oh boy, are we already at four? I thought we were still on like six or something. <laughs> so there, well, there. To be fair, we've skipped a lot of yours well, because I've, yours just ends up being on the list. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, because the only ones left are my four and my one. Mm. Yeah. So you you'll can, you'll do your four, and then we'll we'll yeah, we will get back we'll, to you. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll get back to me one. in a little bit because I guarantee my number one isn't on anybody else's. Uh, so I actually had a debate here whether I wanted to have like a joke answer. Or I wanted to have a real answer. My joke answer was going to be Charles Barkley from the with the, from that one crossover with oh, Godzilla. God. No, <laughs> oh God! I thought we were going to get Bible Man. I thought yeah. we were going to get Bible Man here. No, that Bible, Bible Man, Man doesn't have watching comics. you masturbate, Kale. Yeah, no, Bible Man doesn't have like I, I don't think he has that like actual no, comics. He has, no, he has comics. They're on the website. Look, I haven't read Bible Man comics, and I don't really want to. To be fair. Like I don't want about to do with Bible he, Man. Okay. Bible, Bible, Bible Man, Man wants to be number one, so we truth. don't want to put it in. Bible Man wants to teach you about the stick of truth that <laughs> he has inside of you. Look, no. no Bible Man can take no. a seat and I'll learn about it from uh, the internet. Anyways, uh, what, I, what I was going to say is, yes, I was going to pick Charles Barkley from the one crossover where he dunked on Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I completely I, forgot about that. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? That seems like a pretty good idea. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, Charles Barkley. All right. Charles Barkley from the one, like, I don't even know if it's a 10 pan, like a 10 panel, maybe a three page comic of him and Godzilla 
going at it and Godzilla had uh, basketball shoes on and the boy I, like it was the sad thing is he's not wrong <laughs> like it, it's it's just like I just remember reading that as a kid so for, like for reference my my grandpa is like a lifetime basketball coach like he was a basketball co- head basketball coach at a college for 33 years so I have so many just like weird basketball things just like laying around my room that he gave me when he retired and cleaned out his office. I've got like a, a collection of like the, uh, the dream, uh, the dream team, 1996, like action figures. Uh, there's like nice. a set of like the Carolina raisins <laughs> playing basketball, just like stuff All like right. that. And, uh, but one of my, one of my, one of the memories I have is going into his office and he had a copy of that comic. I don't have it, unfortunately. Uh, but he had a copy of that comic that he got from a friend. And I just remember reading that that uh, during halftime of one of one of the games because I would always go into his office at halftime, and uh, I remember reading that. And I, like it just it just sticks into my head. Like I guess the, I guess like just similar to the Halle Berry thing, this could be like all of the, the like the joke crossovers, where it's like it's kind of a promotion, but at the same time it's just like a really funny thing that somebody thought was good marketing, and it was. Uh, but yeah, specifically Charles Barkley versus Godzilla. That is my uh. You can, that is my you number can, four. You can count Charles Barkley in Space Jam as well. You can, you, I, I you could. Throw I could count Charles Barkley in Space Jam if I really wanted to. I could have done like uh, I could have done Kyrie Irving as uh, as uh, Uncle Drew, uh, because I know oh, that there's yeah. a comic of that too. Um, <laughs> I I did. But to be fair, the other option here that was also going to be a joke answer, and it was going to be Pepsi Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Logan, <laughs> you're number four. My number four is my namesake, uh, Wolverine. Okay. He is my number two. Jesus, guys. Um, yeah, so so my mom named me after Wolverine. Uh, that was cool. But I love, I think, I think Logan, the movie, um, is one of the most perfect superhero movies of all time. Right. I, it's absolutely perfect. Hugh Jackman will forever be uh, Wolverine for me. I I think that is the like, that's the opposite side of the like Chadwick Boseman coin, mm-hmm. where it's like Chadwick Boseman is forever T'Challa and the Black Panther because of not only how he embodied the role but also because of how it ended. Um, right. whereas the opposite end of that is. Hugh Jackman, where he was the character for two decades, almost three decades, and like that, you just can't. Most most people that don't read comics will never see Wolverine without thinking of Hugh Jackman. Um, yeah, so. he. Um, I still think he's coming back for one more movie. He absolutely, he's um, not coming back for another movie. I, I, nah, I still think Hugh he's going to do one bad. more. I think he's gonna do one more. I think he's gonna. No, do, no, I think he's gonna do. A, I think. I think he's gonna do a buddy cop with Ryan Reynolds. I don't. Th- I think first off, you're putting money on that they're bringing Ryan Reynolds back after Deadpool, whatever three, three. and I then think so. second off, I he'll probably make an appearance in Deadpool three, and I think that's as close as you're gonna get. All right, fine. I can dream. Look, I, I'm just. I'm. Keeping, <laughs> I, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that one of the sketch or one of the uh, scripts for Deadpool three that was proposed was a road trip between Deadpool and Wolverine, where they just annoy the living hell out of each other. 
To be fair, to the that could be true. Fight. And you could you could have your dream. You could have your dream movie. And in, in the words case, of Daniel Bryan, in the words of Daniel Bryan, your dreams will fight for you. I'm fighting for this to happen. Look, I will be over the moon if it does happen, but I'm I'm gonna keep it realistic and say it's probably not. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, we can dream. All right. Uh so Wolverine was Lowen's four, my number two. Uh so we go to my number four, which is uh, Spider Man. Just Spider Man. Oh Dickwad. My number two. Um, I think outside of Batman, Spider-Man has the best villain lineup. Um, Spider-Man has the best Marvel villain lineup. Batman yeah, has the best DC villain yeah. lineup. Yeah, it's really not close either. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you make a case for X-Men, but yeah, it's but not really like, fair. That's like, <laughs> that's like the, that's like a team, and what counts as the, yeah. what counts as a villain for that that team? Is Magneto? That's about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like Magneto and the Brotherhood, yeah. and then like one-offs. Yeah. So I, I, Spider-Man's villains are fantastic, but I think Peter Parker is possibly the, like the most relatable. Like Peter Parker and Miles Morales is the most relatable characters as far as outside of the suit. Like I think anyone can really connect with them. Um, mm-hmm. I, my personal favorite Spider-Man. I love the nice Spider-Man, but Spectacular Spider-Man will is possibly my favorite cartoon of all time. Um, if it wasn't for another one that we'll talk about, but I, I, I just love Spider-Man. Period. I think he's easy to root for. I am not the biggest fan of the Tom Holland movies, and I know I'm in the minor, minority on that you're one. Not, you're but... actually not in the minority. Like, oh, there's a there's a big portion of the fan base that is not a fan of the portrayal of Spider-Man in the MCU. Those people are wrong. Agreed. <laughs> the Tom of Tom Holland. I yeah. hear no one. No, no, no. no I hear no, nothing no. but not good. Saying, it's the it's the what you're hearing is the like. There, there's like the diff- there's a difference between the people who are MCU fans and the people who like Spider-Man a lot, and it's the people who. The reason I like Tom Holland, the Tom Holland portrayal and the movies is because it's different. And I'm not like the biggest fan of Spider-Man. Like, that's why I said Miles Morales is on my list, not Spider-Man. Is because mm-hmm. I enjoy the Miles Morales take on Spider-Man more than I enjoy most takes of Peter Parker. Because Peter, most Peter Parker takes are the exact same thing, just reskinned. Right. And it, that just, it, it's not bad. It just drives me up a wall sometimes. And I like them trying I, to... Pre- I have... I have no problem with the way they're doing Spider-Man now as far as like, you know, not we're not doing the old Uncle, Uncle Ben thing. We're not. Um, but I don't really care for Tom Holland that much. And I think it's I just, that I think that was the whole thing. Like I, I that that is personally why I just never really cared. Um that uh, and I liked him in Civil War, but I think just the movies itself, it was like mm-hmm. I liked him as a more of like a... The, the bigger picture Tom Holland. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think I like him more as a side really does, guy. But... Yeah. yeah, 
Now, do we think Finn from the game is ever going to come over and be in the in like Tom Holland, or, or do we ever think Miles Morales, like a real life Miles Morales, is ever going to get into a Tom Holland Spider Verse? Yeah, they it, will. Oh yeah, it depends. I it, mean, we got hints of Prowler already. It and really, Miles yeah. Is the name, like he's been confirmed to be in the universe. Essentially, we just don't know. Yeah. Like it really, it really banks on how deep they're going with the Spider the Spider Man three, whatever Spider Verse elements they're bringing in. Because nothing has been confirmed out of like those elements, so it's still all speculation for now. But once we get to that point, like if they go deep, deep, then we might see it at the end of this year. Who knows? Yep. So. Cool. Uh, is Spider Man on anyone else's list? Yeah. Uh, my number two. Okay. Negative. Okay. Alexa, are you alive? No, it's not. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> this right. is why you don't say my name. I did the Miles. Say my name. Uh, say yeah, my yeah, Alexa name. did the Miles Morales thing. Nick, your number three. My number three. Last one in the manga world. But again, I had to say this character because when it comes to animes, in general, this is my favorite character of all time. And again, had one of the best kind of. What I don't want to say reborn uh, character developments, and that's Gara of the Desert from Naruto. Oh, that's man! Just like looking back at your list, like outside of the uh, the heroes that you've mentioned, mm-hmm. I guess the hero that you mentioned, like just the strict hero heroes. Nightcrawler and Aquaman. Okay, yeah, fair. I forgot about Aquaman. It's been like <laughs> it was two hours. everybody's number ten. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been two hours. Uh, the 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 like the the thing that draw like that like you're you're it's not that like the 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 whole you have a type thing. It's that you can draw a correlation between like at least one element of each of the char- like the anti-hero redemption characters. Mm-hmm. Which is actually like a really cool thing to look at when you kind of backtrack, um, because like especially with like Gara and Alucard and then uh, Zuko, they all kind of have the same core elements going for them. Yeah. Outside of Alucard being insane the entire time, insane douchebag. Yeah, because Gara is only insane part of the time. Gar is insane at the beginning, but that's just because you know there's a uh, demon living inside there, of him. There's literally a giant tanuki living yes. inside of him. <laughs> so, but yeah, Gar was a character I always loved because um, the funny thing is, I kind of, in a way, I guess related to him more than most characters. Is that in school, I guess I I was a lot like Gar, where I just kept to myself, kind of had this, uh, I guess people would say, unfriendly look on my face. And so most people would just leave me alone. Mm. So I always related to him with that is because like, he's this guy that everybody stayed away from, but became, you know, soon this character that, you know, everybody understood why he was, how he was and all that stuff. So I just grew attached to him because of that. Um, I mean, above all him being a psychotic monster, but yeah, this was a character I, Love from the very second I saw him, and then, I mean, the fight with him and Rock Lee is one of the best Fantastic. story fights you could ever see in an anime. 
list instead of Charles Barkley, but you know. <laughs> Are you guys ready uh, for Robert Pattinson? Maybe. So, yeah, I'm ready for Robert Pattinson, I but I so love Christian that. Bale. I, I actually like Ben Affleck. As, I, I like as... every adaptation that's been on screen for the most part. Val but Kilmer they, is at the bottom of my they've list. Always, they've always chosen a lot of good Batman. Yeah, I don't think there's... Yeah, Val Kilmer's probably... I mean, Val Kilmer and George Clooney kind of tie it for me. Yeah, it's yeah. like those two are the worst of the bunch, but like there's still moments for each of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, George Clooney looks like he should be Bruce Wayne. Like that makes sense. Yeah. He's well, definitely. That, it's the same thing with with uh, Ben Affleck. It's like there. It, uh, so this is the same argument that people have with like the Spider Man. It's like people love uh, Tobey Maguire's like people like Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker more than Spider Man. And people like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man more than Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Because it feels like they they portray those each aspect of the character better just because that's what they're not only what the script is kind of telling them, but like their personality and their Then we're uh, gonna get into another Spider-Verse. Where it's Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Kale got dropped. I mean maybe I like I I Oh he did. Kale disappeared. Who would you have as Miles Morales? Childish Gambino. No, yeah, me too. Yeah, Childish Gambino. <laughs> yeah, so I, have, I would have. I would have Childish Gambino play everything. <laughs> Literally, everything. he's the man. Alexa, was was Batman on your list? Nick, was Batman on your list? No, negative. Okay, just want to make sure. I'm not sure. Batman. Stop asking. <laughs> you just gonna keep going. It's weird off. that she's actually answering the questions. Kind of. Almost right. Kind of freaking yeah. out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is it on my list? <laughs> Let's see. Did you uh, add it? Yeah, I mean, I've I don't know what happened. You can join though. again. Let's see. Uh, I'm adding him right there now. There, there he is. is. That like was that the call or what happened? I don't they know. Told you to, to go. Right. They kicked you out. Though. I was like, was "Why did y'all kick him out?" I was about to say, my, "Well, it wasn't just the call. My entire com- like my entire computer basically went black, but it didn't like shut off." Oh, anonymous. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I was, my, so, my I was so confused. Times. No, like it was like my monitors like acted like everything like it was going to sleep mode, but I heard the call go off. It was still showing my mic on the like my uh, my audio monitor. So I have no idea what went on. So I just reset my computer and everything popped back on. Like nothing happened. Like it didn't even fully reset my computer. I'm so confused. It's got hacked. Yeah, I got hacked. That's what happened. My, my work isn't happy that I, uh, or like the, the Dota people are, aren't happy that I'm not watching the major right now. You're going to get a message here in five seconds saying April fools. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to get a message here in 20 seconds. that says, uh, that's gonna threaten me with like some weird uh like i'm like oh what the heck just dropped i don't know whatever anyways uh i I assume we're still recording right yeah 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 we're still still we record everything cool so so so, so batman was my three yeah are you sure you don't want to replace him with charles barkley i really don't i'd really (laughs) like charles barkley to be number one right next to venom and halle berry 
Uh, well, that's not happening. I know, I know it's not happening <laughs> anymore, but the pipe dream, I can dream. Halle Berry is unfortunately not on the top ten right now, unless Ooh. someone saved her. Yikes. Well, it would have been saved Didn't already save. if it happened. Uh, we're going to go to Nick for your number two. I I know which I know one of your top two. I don't remember. I don't think I know what the other one is. <laughs> well, who's the one you're thinking of, Austin? Well, I don't want to say it because it might be your number one. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is um, a character I started watching because of a movie. And ever since then, it was when I was talking about um, how Venom was the one after... I read all the comic books of him because I loved the stories and everything. This one is the second one. This being Spawn. Okay, this is the one I was thinking of. Yep, I had a feeling. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Spawn was the one I always loved. I loved the whole story with him. Like the whole him getting betrayed by his workforce and trying to become Hell's leader for the invasion. All this stuff and kind of how that came back to bite them in the ass on that but um clearly just to play off a little nikki yeah totally ripped him (laughs) off a more serious yeah (laughs) or did little little nikki do a parody of spawn (laughs) we don't know i don't know we'll never know know. (laughs) (laughs) so but no this is a character i always loved i loved how he looked i loved his abilities and the fact that like his two main villains are God and the devil. Yeah, that that was always like the coolest thing, especially like growing up as a church kid. Where it's like <laughs> tying things into stuff like that, but it's like he doesn't side with either really. Like mm-hmm. those elements were like super interesting to me as a kid. Oh yeah. They always were they both tried recruiting him so hard for the holy war and um well Spoiler here, but he kind of ended up, you know, beating both of them. I was about to say, yeah, he he is his own side. Of yeah. The he beat them both and pretty much became both God and the devil. Then got bored and gave them back their powers. 10 out of 10. And that's just like, I don't know if there's ever a thing called a big fuck you, but I think that's it. It's pretty close. <laughs> So yeah, Spawn is my number two. Well, we're going to go right back to you with your number one. We have Nick, Lexa, Kale, and Logan all with their number ones, if I got that correct. I believe that is correct, yes. Wow, I feel so special. I get to go again. We'll go from one evil entity to another. This time, Jackie Estacado, The Darkness. You know what? I almost I was actually just thinking about this and I was like, <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna go that way. I don't know if we, that counts or not, because I yet to play it, but yeah. Look, close enough. Who cares? Jackie is an anti hero though. He's not on the side of bad. He's a mafia warlord pretty much that's in a bun- doing a bunch of gang warfare. Um but I love this whole the whole comic book series. The video games were beyond amazing i had so much fun there's a lot of replay value for him with me and just overall love this character love the whole story behind it of him pretty much going into hell to save his girlfriend from being uh controlled by the darkness 
And it's Jackie Estacado. Jackie Estacado. Okay. All right. I was about to say, I could probably just write the darkness and be fine. Yeah. You could just yeah. write the darkness and it'd work. Uh, Alexa, your number one. My number one is, of course, something that I just grew up with all the time, so I have to put him as my number one, is Superman. Yeah, it's going to be Superman. Superman. I grew up on Smallville. Smallville has always been one of my favorite shows. And honestly, Lex Luthor was like the best. What? I said, is somebody's Alexa going off in the background of the Superman spiel? It's my it's my freaking tablet. I don't have an Alexa, but I forget that I have that tablet. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. Okay, sorry, sorry, Alexa, go on. Yeah, uh, but I grew up on Smallville and constantly watched that. And honestly, I found like Lex Luthor made that for me. Like him and his relationship with Lex Luthor, and having to see the start of Superman was the reason why I love Superman so much. Like as that storyline. Fair. I I love Superman for the '90s cartoon. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Batman was my favorite, but then Superman was right there. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Reeves. I was like Superman two. I just like the, the bad guys were stuck in that mirror and floating through space. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest <laughs> thing as a kid. <laughs> I love the jokes that came from that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought that was so funny as a kid, but that. that <laughs> That's why you thought it was so funny. Is because it doesn't make yeah. sense. You just see people fly away in a mirror. <laughs> They're just like, eh. Like, all right, it's funny. Later. Seems like a great way to travel. Uh, so that is Lexus number one. Of course, Lexa Luther. So, um, thank God my tablet didn't go off. Uh, Kale, you're number one. Saving your past to save his future. It's Booster Gold. Oh, this is another okay. one I haven't checked out, and everyone says uh, Nathan Fillion would play a great one. God, and there was the, you have no idea how much my heart hurt when there were the rumors going around that Nathan Fillion was going to be in a um, who was going to direct that? I can't even remember. He's one of my favorite directors. The guy, who, uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Oh, director. Edgar Wright. Yeah, Edgar Wright was going to direct a yeah, Booster he, Gold he, movie. Yeah, he, the only reason why I know who Booster Gold was and Nathan Philly is because Edgar Wright. Because Edgar Wright is my favorite director of yeah. all time. I love him. Edgar Wright. Was go was there were the rumors that were he was going to direct a Booster Gold, like a blue and gold. Which, for reference, whenever Booster Gold is involved, there's typically this is typically where this is where Blue Beetle got his start too. Where yeah, which I do, like Blue Beetle. I love yeah, Blue Beetle well, comics. To be, to be fair, you're thinking of the other Blue Beetle, I assume, not Ted Cord. Oh, thinking of Jaime Reyes. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about like the uh, his predecessor that uh, found the scarab but couldn't use it, but he just based his like based the character off of like his persona off of him. Uh, Ted Cord is a is an inventor, uh, like a, a he he's like uh, he's kind of like Tony Stark in a way, like a like a, a less uh, like flint. I almost said flamboyant, but I guess that works. That he's like less personable Tony Stark like an inventor he he makes this whole persona of, of the blue beetle blue beetle and becomes a superhero using tech um but booster gold is literally just uh a guy who uh is from gotham i don't know i don't remember how exactly far in the future like a long time in the future 
and he ends up like because in some in, in, in depends on the iteration but like he, be, he he ends up as a janitor after having this like promising football career and everything and he thinks he's like he, he's kind of down on his luck and he thinks he's he's worth like he thinks he's could amount to more so uh he he befriends a security drone from the museum steals a bunch of old superhero tech and becomes a superhero and goes back in time to become a superhero in the age of heroes joins the justice league and becomes this like hero that is like basically a sellout like he takes all these sponsorships uh and like brand deals and everything and he just wants to get his name more recognizable and like so everybody hates him at first and everybody thinks he's like this scumbag and then as you learn more about the character you learn he's a really good dude once he gets to be friends with a bunch of like he he's like the gateway to um like the lesser known justice league heroes essentially because once you get into like the blue and golds and you get into like the the plastic man the elongated man you get into like uh mr miracle he and booster gold show up in the mr miracle comics that are really popular um like that like that that like c-list hero stuff Mm -hmm. um you get a lot of that you like his interactions like the most i've ever cried reading something is reading a uh i don't actually i don't it's not booster gold specific but it's it's a justice league comic that the main plot line revolved around uh he and blue beetle having to find uh they're trying to unravel this thing that a lot of people don't know and nobody believes them and they have to unravel this big thing. And I, I've never cried as hard as I have at the end of that comic reading something. Uh, like it, it's, uh, it, it, it's a lot and it's a lot to take in, especially if you just jump into like the booster gold comics proper, because like most of the, the, the most recent run of booster gold is like him in the, him in his time sphere, going back in time, visiting different time periods, trying to like, stop certain events like he uh one of the most iconic uh comic uh like covers uh from this is a re it's a recreation of the killing joke cover mm-hmm. but it's uh booster gold in front of barbara gordon uh okay so it, it like it, it's like messing with time periods there i mean heck one of my one of my, one of my best friends from college for my birthday got me a, a crossover with uh it's it's a uh, booster gold and the flintstones was that? there's a there's, there's a crossover with, uh between those uh like there's a there's a lot of fun to be had but like uh it's actually wait once you get past like the persona that uh he puts out like you get uh y- you it gets pretty dark really fast and it's also um a lot of people might only know him either like from like the one episode he was really in and justice league unlimited and then like maybe Brett batman the brave and the bold cartoon but uh a lot i, of, I know I a lot remember of, him in that yeah in a brave lot of people bold. a lot of people remember him too because uh if you ever played dc universe online uh and tried to oh. it, he's the uh he's the voice that uh tells you about all of the locations when uh when you stop at like the waypoints and uh mm-hmm. hit enter on the uh on the like kiosks he, he, that's uh that's booster gold that uh we'll talk he, he'll always be like booster gold here with what and then he'll try and explain everything and then he's got like some product placement at the end so it, that that is that is by far my 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 favorite hero that's a good one 
out of left field. Didn't see that one coming. Like I said, I knew nobody. I knew nobody would have it, but it's it's very obvious if you know my taste. Logan, you're number one. And I am Iron Man. Okay. I I absolutely love Iron Man to death. He's been my favorite hero for forever. I I don't think there are characters that have as much of an arc as Iron Man does, where his first suit is built around well, this this needs to get me out to the rendezvous so that I can escape and I can and I can press on and I don't care who I have to use to be able to get myself out of this position. To the last suit that he wears isn't strong enough to protect him in his biggest battle yet. Um, I, I think what Tony Stark has meant to the MCU, but then also, again, Robert Downey Jr. was the perfect iteration of it. The, 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 there's just very few characters that are like that. Now, I say this also was in the sense of I was an Iron Man fan before the MCU. I love the comic books, um, and, and, and and I'm so curious where they go with, like, Ironheart, because I know what the comics have done, have, has, done has been absolutely awesome. So I love Robert Downey Jr., and I think every Iron Man moment in the MCU is perfect, but I also love the comics, and, and he's just the most complete character to me. All right. And that is all the lists combined. Now, here's the interesting thing. <laughs> Everyone's number one, besides my own, was not on anyone else's list. Yeah. Ooh. All four of those are tied for the last two spots in the top ten. So we fight to the death? Fight to the death. Bitches, Make your, your bitches are dead. Here's the, I don't care about the character. I don't care about their heart or what they've done. Are we, who, are we having a death match? Like a literal death match? Who can have? Who can win in the death battle? All four going at it at the same time. Okay. Make um, a case for the person. I would like to point out that Jackie Estacado has actually made Superman bleed by punching him. I would like to point out that Booster Gold has done the same. Uh, Tony Stark has enough money to find Kryptonite. I don't think money is an issue to dude who can travel through time in literal darkness. I'm just saying he's better than Superman. And also a guy that's immortal that can't die besides in a church. That is... Or fair. during daytime. Wait, who, 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 so Lexus is also tied, right? I mean, yes. if all, all, all Tony Stark has to do is snap his fingers with the Infinity Stone, so I, okay, I mean... Well, now I'm now sure we're taking into account that they have like access to everything? <laughs> I mean, look, he was able to wipe out Thanos and his entire army. I'm just saying, with one point of the rest. Yeah, and then he died. Yeah, and then he died. He died died from snapping (laughs) his fingers. He died from his own friction of his thumb and middle finger. (laughs) That's disappointing. That that, that tells you how how he's coming in hot. I'm saying saying here is that if we're counting that Iron Man has the Infinity Stone, sure, then that means Superman is last place. (laughs) If we're talking, yeah, if we're talking, if, if we're talking that he has the infinity stones and we all have access to like the peak of their powers or whatever, like we got an immortal guy who's, but Superman's out is what we're saying here. But after, so Tony Stark kills himself trying to kill the other people. My, mm-hmm. my guy exists at a time. 
my guy just goes back to hell until the darkness can rebuild him. Yeah, I was about to say, this guy's immortal. So unless, like... I, the darkness I actually, was around since the beginning of time to where it was God's creation and then God had to create another being to okay. combat the darkness because it got so okay. strong. Okay, okay, but, hold on. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. My guy created a being so worthy that he could lift Thor's hammer. What's something that not even captured the existence of time? Of course, he's a newborn. He hasn't done anything bad yet. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with I, anything in this scenario. I, I, but Iron Man can adapt. He can learn. He can. How progress. is he going to adapt? Literally, okay. So the, I haven't the even brought up the fact that Jackie Espicado has. He pulled off a time heist. My guy literally exists in a time heist. Yeah. He performed a time heist. He my guy suit. exists outside of time. He Logan. built an entire time heist built that, that was originally built on Back to the Future. I'm so let me ask you saying. this, Logan, real quick. Um, <laughs> what does Iron Man have a robotic machine, right? Sure. He does? Yeah. Cool. Um, so it runs on electronics, correct? <laughs> Yeah, I I, would I, don't, so. I don't know the specifics of Tony's. Yeah, I was about to say I would assume so, but like nanotech is pro uh, nanotech. yeah. Let's just say yes. Sure. So <laughs> there's some electricity in there. Yes, somewhere. Without the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, how far has Tony Stark gotten in fights? Pretty far against like. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. He did also save the entire Earth when he sent a new. Okay, we're taking um, out the fact that they saved Earth. We're taking that out because everybody here has done that. Yeah. Right, but he also destroyed like a whole alien civilization. Okay. Nuclear. And I, I, again, I don't know about your character, Kale. But I'm sure he's done same uh, things that hey, have been godly beyond that. So. I'm sorry. Well, but, I'm sorry. When, 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 okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Logan's, Logan's Tony Stark argument isn't out, but I'm removing it from the equation for now so we can establish the other well, three people. On. He saved Dr. Strange from the acupuncture the, of all. We're not talking probe. about the specifics of what the character You're is saving. Done. What yeah. can he do to a fight with these two? Like, yeah, this My is the thing. Is, we're fighting here. Yeah. Look, these okay. Characters are fighting to the take, death. Take, Take Iron Man out of the equation so we can talk about the other three for a second here. So we're, we've we've kind of established. So my character is by far the physically the weakest in terms of like. Well, I, I guess he's in a similar camp to Iron Man in that he has various tech, but some of it some of it's mystical, some of it's not. I'm not getting into those specifics. Yeah. My argument is that if he fights Superman in a one on one, probably going to lose. If he fights, I don't, I think my guy ironically has the best chance against darkness because he could like take him back to the beginning of time or something and find some weird work around there. I don't understand. My, my point is I, I think darkness wins this fight because of like the weird metaphysical being of where he exists in terms of everything else on the physical yeah. plane. Lexa Austin, you decide this, you decide this one. You guys are out, so you you two decide who's getting. Yeah, we have absolutely established that Superman has apparently lost this fight. Yes, <laughs> between two humans in suits and the, the immortal darkness. He also has a suit. Alexa, yeah. Alexa, what do you what what what's your case for Superman? Please, please give your Superman case. I want to hear this. Tell tell these nerds what's, what's up. 
about Superman? Yeah. We're, we're, Why we're, should Superman be in the top? Yeah, 10? just just lay out your 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 fight your fight stance. We're not. We're you assuming that. You gotta sit here and understand yourself. You have you ever had an argument with your parents about who you are as a person? Uh, yes. Every oh day yeah. Every day of my life. He sat there with his father doing everything he could to make him into the person he wanted him to be, and he still wanted to be good. And that's exactly how I feel about my life. So that's exactly why I want him on my list. And that's why he's my number one. And he happens to be one of the strongest superheroes. Everybody was afraid of him. I don't know if anybody's seen the new Zack Snyder version of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. That is Everyone's weird. afraid of Superman. Look, I'm saying I'm 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 gonna go ahead and bow out of the fight because my guy in a one v one against any of these people is probably gonna lose unless like I just bring in like random time shenanigans and I don't really want to argue that because that'd take too long. So, all right, Austin, you're deciding this thing. Iron Man's out. There's no way. Oh, you son of a bitch! Take Iron Man out right now. I mean, I don't know Booster Gold that well, so it's possible, but there's no way he's beating Superman or (laughs) Jay or the darkness. There's no way. No way. Superman could just rip Iron Man's heart thingy out. He doesn't even have the heart thing anymore. Just rip his actual heart out. (laughs) Yeah, he could just do that. I also also owe Lexa a lot, so I have to put Superman in this list. (laughs) I have to give her I have to give her one. Okay. Child support for 15 years isn't reason enough for her to win. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, anyway. (laughs) Um, so that's it. We got our top ten list, guys. We got a top 10 list. Before you get to the top 10 list, let's take a quick time out and let you know that this episode of the Party Podcast is brought to you by Raise Energy. If you need the energy to stay through this entire episode, we'll look no further than Raise. It's the zero calorie, zero sugar, zero crash energy drink that you need. I had the Baja Blast today. It was fantastic. Get it at Quick Trip or go to RepSport.com. Use that promo code LeoParty. Get 15% off your order. Austin, what's our final top 10 list look like? All right, our top 10 list. At number 10, we got Jackie Estacado. Yes. Number 9, we got Superman. Number 8, Venom. Number 7, Ninja Turtles. Number 6, Nightcrawler. Number 5, Wolverine. Number 4, Spider-Man. Number 3, Batman. Number 2, Miles Morales. And number 1, Green Lantern. Uh, but I that- can live with that list. That's, <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty good list. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> So you're telling me where was, where was Halle Berry? She got uh, Halle Berry oh, is the uh, right there with Bible Man. Yeah, they're hanging out with Charles Barkley and <laughs> the corpse of Godzilla. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Halle Berry, Charles Barkley, Bible Man, and um, we cast uh, Charles Barkley as Bible Man. No, that's no, that's no, no. And no. then have Shaq play his villain, <laughs> Charles versus Shaq. <laughs> like the, the NBA on TNT guys. Yes. Uh, I, I want to. <laughs> like a cry mediator. So much right now. <laughs> All right, guys. That that's a that's our top ten list. So if you got this far. Uh, send us your top 10 superhero list. You can also you know? alternatively send us a two plus hour podcast and we will be forced to listen to it because you listen to this. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you, if you listen to this, you made it all the way through. Tell us why. We love you. Yeah. Please tell us why. Tell I'm sorry. Why. Tell you what. <laughs> if you send me your top why? ten list, if you send me your top ten list, I'll alter it with the list we have, and maybe your character can get on our official top ten list. That's How right. about that? Uh, next in. week, next week we may even do it an episode that's longer because there's going to be some battles. There's going to be some wars. That's right. Brack yeah. is back. <laughs> Nick already knows <laughs> one of the matchups. I don't know what you mean. Nick already knows Rock one of the matchups. That's such a vast, it vast is. category. <laughs> so that, there's so many it's a 500 there's, bracket thing. Austin, more brackets. Be ready. There's four brackets. Nick does know one of the matchups already. I do. Psycho Stick versus Tenacious D. On the first one? It's one that's one of the that's one of the matchups. Matchups. Uh there's four different brackets. One of them is the like old school, the classic rock. There is Christian rock in there. There is pop punk or alternative rock. And then there's gonna be the other stuff. Stuff I can't really define. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's coming at you next metal? week on a brand new. Just like completely not having a metal. <laughs> Why I don't make it? A, you know what? Screw it! I'll make a massive. Ma- I don't know. I'll figure it out. Do a week. do a hundred. Uh, do what is it? Two hundred fifty-six <laughs> bracket. Uh, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you made it through, thank you so much. We appreciate you, Kale. Where can people find you on the internet? I'm all over the internet at X Justified. I talk about Booster Gold way too much. Heck so. yeah. Be sure to also watch Austin on Crossroads, a PlayStation podcast, Tuesdays, twitch.tv slash Exodus803. Or hey, if you want to see one of the OG cast members come back, go back and watch last week's episode. Because your boy was on it. It was pretty fun. Of course, Nick and I have new episodes of Rope Talk coming. We've also got um, other projects to work. We'll get to it. Be sure to catch all of our content and check us out here at BossRushGames.com. Go to the entertainment site. You can see everything we've got coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, for Austin, for Nick, for Lexa, and for Kale, I'm Logan. Peace out. Bye-bye.